Hello, and welcome to this Xbox One Life. Hmm. Episode 246, titled E3 2013. That is what today was. It was the start of E3 and that Microsoft keynote that happened uh, this morning or this afternoon, I guess, depending on what part of the U.S. you were in. I am Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And with me, I've got, in the other corner, I've got uh, my good buddy, Mark. Hey, 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 what up? Also known as Wingman720. 360? 709. 709, that's right, that's right. Or Wingman1. The Hades Slayer. Yeah, as I I mentioned just a little bit ago, today was a a big, 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 big day. Probably um, the third biggest day, or one of the top three days in Xbox history, of course. You know, going back with the announcement of the original Xbox. uh, Wow, it seems like too long ago. What was that, like 13, 14 years ago? Something like that? A couple, two, three years, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the second, of course, was uh, the 360. It was about seven, eight years ago. And today, the E3, well, I guess it really wasn't the announcement, but, uh, you know, because that happened, uh, what, two, three weeks ago. But we got to see all the gamer goodness today in E3. And that's all it was, man, games. Oh, yeah. Games. I mean, it was... It was uh, a ton, a ton, a ton of games. I took some notes while I was watching it. That's it's all actually, it was. I mean, it was, was actually <laughs> my my little scribbles are like on a double sided uh, letter size uh, or double sided on letter size paper here. And uh, you know, it was all games, and then there's you know a brief couple, two, three parts of you know some uh, non gaming but yet interesting uh, information that people wanted to know about. Yeah, but if you blinked, you would have missed that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it was like smack dab, almost like right in the middle too. Yeah. They kind of they kind of snuck the stuff in, and uh, yeah, you you want to get started on this? Well, yeah, but let's before we do, did you play anything this week? No. Okay. Well, I played Remember Me. Um, oh yeah, yeah. That's um that's an interesting game. Uh, interesting, good or bad? I don't really know. <laughs> Okay, interesting. I, I, I like neutral. it, but it's it's weird because there's like some 3D platforming stuff, and it's like the way the the way the 3D is kind of done. It's it's hard sometimes to tell where you're supposed to go, or um, but uh, you know. And then they got this thing where like you 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 can create your own or customize your own button combos, sort of. Um, but it's just kind of weird. It's like you still have to mash the button in the way they say it. But you can put in, but like depending on, you can put into the combo, like if I get this combination right, then I get increased health. Or if I get this combination right, instead mm-hmm. of increased health, I want it to do more damage or something. So you customize it that way. It's kind of cool. What what I And I kind of like the idea of what I've seen so far. Um, but what I don't like is I'm not good at button mashing games. And this is one of those where it's like a timed button masher. Uh, okay. So I'm kind of struggling with it because of that. But it, it's still kind of cool. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's it's really interesting, and I like that it's different. Um, it has got some pretty neat stuff that I do like. So it's it's off the beaten path. It's a little different than the norm. So I'm, I'm glad it's not the same old thing. Um, right. I also 
But I think what's really causing me not to get through it is that I made the mistake of downloading State of Decay. <laughs> oh, my gosh, this game. It's fun, um, but now I'm getting frustrated. It seems like when I first started out, I was doing real good. I had my main guy, and I, I mean, I did over 50 missions with this guy, and I know that because there's an achievement for getting doing 50 missions with one character. And uh, I didn't realize that you're supposed to let the guy sleep and that you're supposed to change characters. So um, I, I didn't know there's like a lot to this game and it's not nothing's really spelled out for you. You got to kind of guess and figure it out as you go. So it's kind of like um, it reminds me of Dead Island, that type okay. of zombie game. OK, um, but there's like some base building, um, character development type of stuff that you do as well. And you got to go out and gather resources and bring them back so that you can build like a, a medical center or a bigger sleeping facility and a machine shop, stuff like that, so that you can build weapons and repair weapons and stuff. Um, and I was doing good, and all of a sudden I lost my main character. He died. He's dead and gone. I cannot get him back. There's no going back to a save or something like that. They're gone. You have to okay. go and play as another character. Right. So that really stunk. And now I've lost like two more since then. And I'm like, why all of a sudden can't I keep like my people alive? It seems like it's, you know, I was doing good and surviving. And then all of a sudden, man, I'm just like I'm dying on it. So, but uh, it is a fun game. Um, State of Decay is an arcade title, but. It's it's got a lot of gameplay value there. Um, I know people have been playing for days and they haven't beat it yet. Um, I think uh, IGN said they played it for like 12 hours before they beat it. I'm like, this is a $20 arcade title, so people are complaining, oh, it's 20 bucks, it's an arcade, but you're getting a 12 hour plus game out of it. I've, I've bought $60 games that I only got five hour campaign out of it, and that's it. And the multiplayer stunk, you know, so, you know, and even IGN said there's more game depth here than a lot of $60 retail titles. So it's fun. If you liked your zombie slang, uh, definitely check it out. Check the demo out. Um, and if you like it, and just have your $20 ready. So um, good game. I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with it. There's some, yeah, it's fun. It's a good game. I'll leave it at that. Um, and that's it. So we can go ahead and jump into our, our topics there, Rob. All right, all right, fantastic. Okay, so um, hmm. you want you want to start this off? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um, yeah. The there was a pre-show. Um, I was watching Spike TV, and they oh, did okay. a thirty-minute. Yeah, uh, they did a thirty-minute pre-show prior to Microsoft conference, and actually announced several things during that, which caught me by surprise. Uh, number one, they met, they announced the summer of arcade. Um, so they stated that Charlie Murder is going to be one of the games, um, and this one's an actual first-party studio, uh, first-party game. Uh, so it is done by Microsoft Studios. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows uh, is an Activision title. Um, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons and Flashback. Those are the four games that are coming in Summer of Arcade. Um, so, and I guess they've gotten some pretty good press about them. Um, another thing that was announced, it, it's kind of funny because, thankfully, they did, they did only one Kinect game that I recall through the whole thing, and it was in the pre-show. They announced Kinect Sports Rivals uh, for Xbox One, 
and it includes rock climbing, soccer, wake racing, bowling, target shooting, and tennis. But what I noticed, what I caught, and I guess was confirmed later on, uh, or they, they shortly right after he showed the trailer, uh, was Jeff Keeley asked him the question. In the trailer, it's like it looked like the person would walk up and, the, and it would scan your body, connect would scan you, and that was how your avatar looked. I mean, it was like a, a digital representation of yourself in the game. So Jeff Keeley asked him, he said, is, does it really do that? And he said, yep, absolutely. So you can have your Connect scan you and make a digitized avatar of you. Sweet. I don't think I want, because that means my avatar is going to get a lot fatter than he is now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's already maxed out. I mean, I was trying to be honest. <laughs> That's just, he's as fat as he gets on the, on the current system. So it's probably going to make me a lot, my, my guy a little bigger, so. I hope that's an option. I hope to keep the guy I have now. <laughs> He's my little buddy. He's been with me from a long time. So. Oh yeah. I don't want to lose him now for an image of myself. Ugh, gross. Yeah, the real deal. Ew. Ugh. I would never want to turn that. Be that'd get me to turn my Xbox. I'd probably stay on the 360. Then it's like, ugh. <laughs> I don't want to play with myself. I want to play with my avatar. Yeah. Nice. So, but um, oh, that didn't come out right, did it? <laughs> I don't want to, yeah, never mind. Moving on. Um, and then they confirmed, they stated, now, because they've talked about Titanfall, Jeff Keighley said, well, it's been rumored that uh, Titanfall is exclusive to Xbox One, and, and I can't remember who it was he was talking to from Microsoft, but they're like, they kind of laughed and said, uh, it's more of a rumor. It is exclusive to Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC, period. Sony will not be getting Titanfall. And Titanfall, and to me, this is huge. This is a huge score for Microsoft because Titanfall is done by Respawn Entertainment, who yep. is Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, These yeah. are the guys that brought us Medal of Honor, Allied Assault, and then brought us Call of Duty. I mean, this is them. Now they're bringing Titanfall. And we'll go into that later, but oh my gosh. That game is, it will be a buy, day one for me. That looks awesome. So um, I thought that was a huge score. Um, so I'm glad to see that we got a really big exclusive. That's like saying, uh, we got Call of Duty, you don't. Because essentially it's what it is. I mean, that's what these guys build. I mean, and the game looks like it's fast-paced. If you like Call of Duty, you're going to love Titanfall. <laughs> I mean, oh, for sure. So... Very cool. But anyways, that was the pre-show stuff. So um, I'll, I'll turn it back over to you if you want. And I don't know if you got – I don't because I don't know what notes you have. I just kind of wrote down, I think I got everything. I was trying to I was trying to work and live blog on the Facebook group and write notes for the show all at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was tricky today. Well, actually um... – there's a bunch of stuff also from uh, Paul Therat. That's the Microsoft uh, reporter. He's got some really good stuff too. Some of the stuff which I don't remember hearing in the in the show. So we can go over that if you like. Okay. Okay. Um, there's a. Yeah. Okay. Here, uh, I'll rattle off the couple of things that he's got on the 360, uh, because I mean this is the stuff that's going to affect us the soonest, you know, because that's, we've all have the 360 right now, and it's going to be around for a couple more months, you know, before some of us uh, decide to get the Xbox One. 
So, you know, first off, you know, they started off the keynote where they talked about the 360, what, probably for the first 10 minutes, at least maybe 15. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, got to stop you, got to stop you. Because they opened the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Metal Gear 5. With that one campaign. that used to be on that other system. Right. So we've got Metal Gear on, yeah, on the console right. coming to Me- Microsoft. and Metal Gear 5. And you remember uh, way back when when they leaked that screenshot and people uh-huh. were trying to figure out what that like ghost script was? Yeah. Remember that? Yep. They were right on. They yep. were right they, on. They figured it out. And this is cool. But what's interesting about it is this is going to be an open world game. It's not going to be your your typical Metal Gear game. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. It's a it's you know the trailer looked really good. Um, what they showed, I kind of like the concept. Um, I've not played. I played. I don't know what what Metal Gear game did you have back on? Was it your PlayStation Two? I think well, you had. I never had a PS Two. I had the PS One, and I had the original. Okay, that's probably the only because I remember playing Metal Gear at your house back when it I would have been the original when I first moved back to Chicago. Did, Solid Snake. Okay, maybe that was. I thought I played Metal Gear Two. No, this I'm pretty sure this was Metal Gear One. Okay, that that's like the only one I've ever played. So and that um, was so awesome back in the day. It was fun. I, I remember trying to hide, you know, from the view of the guys looking, you know, having to figure out how to shoot oh, like, around. You, you were you like leaning, <laughs> trying to hide around the corner yourself? Hide, hide around a corner? No. <laughs> yes, you were. I was hiding behind the couch. Um, <laughs> but that looked really cool, and it was kind of neat to open the show with a game that has always been on uh, on the uh, on the PlayStation. So uh, Xbox One will have Metal Gear Five: The Phantom Pain. So yeah. And then yes, then they went into and that, and that was and that was pretty sweet. I remember like looking at that horse. Like in the beginning, you really didn't know what it was, right? You know, because there's these two dudes, you know, riding horses, and, staring at the back of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, while they're talking and and I mean the visuals were amazing. I mean, I cannot absolutely see why they started off with that game. I mean, just the stuff that this guy does. Mind you, like I was kind of thinking about this one. You know, they were showing the whole uh, the trailer. I guess is open world is good and bad. Open world, you can do all this stuff. I mean, the possibilities are I don't say limitless, but I mean, you got so many options on on what you can do. But for me, that's also a bad thing. <laughs> Because you're not like if you forget where you're supposed to be going, it's like you waste all this time because you're supposed to be like way another side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe you, you got a lot of back and forth, and I'm you know, yeah, it's like your next mission's like okay, go all the way back across the map, the world that you yeah. just you know you just came from. Go back there and get your next mission. Then you go there, and the guy's like, oh yeah, I need a glass of water way back over there from the well on the other end of the world. Yeah, and it's got. Oh, and you gotta ride your horse all the way back. I mean, there's some fast travel stuff. I'm sure yeah. they'll have fast travel in there, but it never seems to be as good as you want it. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so yeah, then they went so, into the 360. They had like I don't know 10 minutes or if that just on some like 360 that, yeah. stuff. Um, so here, here's a couple of things that um, that re- well they kind of touched on, but they didn't get, go into a whole lot of detail. So, 
first of all, the huge, huge thing is that there's going to be some deals for the Xbox Live Gold members. And, and this is pretty sweet. I was really pleased to, to hear this. So all of the Live Gold members are going to be getting two games a month. That sounds familiar, doesn't it, Mark? Yes, it does. And that's cool. PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I don't care if it's familiar. All I know is two more games. And you can already take – it's already in place. Yes. Um, you can already grab one. Now, they mentioned the first two games that are going to be available. Yes. However, there's another one that's already available for free today from Gold Members. Yep. Did you that's grab right. it? Yes, sir. <laughs> and that's uh, Fable 3. Yes, it is. Fable 3 is available today. The other two games are Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2. Now, so, I got to say, I got to I got to say it, right? Because yeah. I am glad to hear the two free games. Okay, that's cool. But they're giving us Fable 3, Halo 3 and Assassin's Creed 2. I mean, this is some old stuff, dude. Most people have already played these except for people like you. Of course, but <laughs> I mean, it's not that I expect a brand new $60 title to be handed to me for free, but I don't know. I'm like, when they, when they, when they mentioned that, I was just like, really? Halo 3? Uh, <laughs> you know, well, not so much that when I get the Halo 3, they're not going to give you the four. Um, but you know, Assassin's Creed 2 was the one I was like, really? But I mean, this game, Halo 3 came out in 2007. Has it been that long? I'm looking at the wiki right now. The release date, September 25th, 2007. That was before we started the show. I know. Dude, that was over 240 (laughs) episodes ago. Thank you. Now, let's look at Assassin's Creed 2. You know, I'm like, let's see when Assassin's Creed 2 was released. These are some... Pretty old games. I mean, Assassin's so Creed what? has had three so games. What, dude? dude, they've had three games come out since. And the the uh, fourth one is ready to come out. They're going to like, we're going to give you this. I mean, it's just. But they're major titles. Who cares if they're a little old? They're, because everybody. The price is right. And it's, it's two a month. You get some better stuff I next would, month. I would rather have, honestly, instead of this, give me like a new arcade title or something. You know, something that I may not have played or something that's not six years old. <laughs> I'm like, come on, this is old. This is like saying, we're going to give you Halo 2 Project Gotham on Racing. Xbox. Oh, yeah, no, you can't Perfect play it Dark online Zero. anymore. <laughs> Here's Perfect Dark Zero. I mean, that's my thing. It's like, could you have picked an older title? Hey, um, hey here's, here's a request to Microsoft. Microsoft, please have the next month uh, give Mark a copy of Braid. <laughs> okay? No, I'm not. Look, I know it's free, and some people be like, well, don't complain for free. You wanted the free stuff like Sony got. You got it. I just felt that these are some pretty old games, and I, I really think that's like, I'm, I was kind of like, really? You're giving those free when I can pick them up for like two or three bucks at the GameStop? You know, I, I'm <laughs> like... Assassin's Creed 2, it released on 2009, so at least that's, you know, a little bit better. And don't forget your $0.08 worth of Microsoft points on your birthday. Exactly. So, 
I was glad to see it, but then and then uh, even with Fable Three, I'm like, okay, well that's that's old too. You know, it was just like uh, that's nice, but you really picked some old stuff. It's not like they're hurting. Well, Fable Three is the newest one out of all of them that came out in 2010. Yeah. Halo Three, that just doesn't sound right. I don't think that can be right. No, that's right. 2007. Oh, that time. That's what the wiki says. That's just yeah. It's probably right. Because Halo One and Two were the original Xbox, right? And then Halo Three came out with the new one. Yeah, and that would have been two just came years out after. last year. Yeah. So four was 2011. We had that much time in between three and four. Well, there was all that. Seem o- like it. There was all the other games. I mean, you had what? ODST, Reach, Halo Wars, if that counts. Because Halo 2 came out in 2004. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, a game, Halo 3, it's like, they're, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And I'm like, dude, the games, it's, it's, <laughs> what is it, six years old? Six yeah. years ago. Who hasn't played Halo 3? Me. Okay, so you, it's like one guy, <laughs> and you're not even a faithful Xbox Live Gold subscriber. But anyways, I, I that's all I'm saying. I'm glad to see it. It's I just, really am. I just think that, you know, for my $50 or $60 or whatever it's going to cost me in the new one, don't, don't – I mean, to me, it's almost like a slap in the face to say I'll give you something that's six years old. That I would I would rather say you don't have to give me retail. I was looking for arcade titles, you know. Let the gold members have it. You know, you know, something that okay, okay it came out six months ago, then you don't can have... download the games. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anyways, I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> I don't want to d- d- dwell on it. All I'm, but I'm just saying, Rob. You that I the just, hand that feeds I, you. Don't That's you think you that do. a six-year-old game is kind of like whoop-de-doo? If you haven't gotten around to playing it in six years, I mean, come on, Rob. Are you really going to play it? Either but one, hey, of any of these? But, but you know, here's another thing. It's a downloadable one, so you don't need the disc. That's a, that's another. Now plus. it's going to take up space. <laughs> you may not <laughs> oh have space no! For you it. found another flaw. There you go. I don't have enough disk space, though. I'm just saying. It's just you know. Where I, I thought that those Where? are pretty old. To me, that's, hey, I, that's not on a, much. On a side note, uh, there was an interesting thing with uh, with getting Fable Three. So I did it through the web. So I got up on uh, Microsoft or Xbox.com. I logged in. And when I went to purchase slash uh, or purchase for free slash download the game or to queue it up, it actually prompts you. You know, it actually said, you know, I don't have a card on file. And then it goes, do you want, how do you want to pay for this? Microsoft points or credit card? Yeah, on the dashboard. So that's in place already. Yeah, and on the dashboard, when I went to it, it actually showed free. And then it said plus tax, and I was like, plus tax, you know. Um, and I'm like, but then at the bottom, you hit X to buy it with Microsoft points. So it already has been switched. The dashboard's already been switched to yeah. cash purchases. Right. So, yeah, you, I had to hit and say purchase with Xbox points, and then it came up and it said free, and I bought it, you know, or I, quote, purchased it for free and downloaded it. So, yeah. Um, the weird thing is some people are saying that it's not working for them. Um, I do know Mojo Red. He's he's in Europe, okay. so I don't know if 
he he for him it's telling him he has to pay sixteen hundred Microsoft points. Oh. Um, so I don't know if it's a U.S. only. I hope not because they just said gold members will get two free games. They didn't say anything about only in the U.S. And I think That's it's true. they better do it everywhere. That would just be really wrong if they said only U.S. people got it for free. That's just not right because they're paying, you know, they're paying the the fee as well. Yeah, maybe maybe it's being rolled out on a different schedule in other regions. Possibly, yeah. you know, could be, but um, or maybe the other regions have a different title. Who knows? But he was gonna. I told him. I said because someone came on earlier said no, it's already locked down. They fixed it. They thought it was an error, and then we find out. Uh, when we saw the thing, they talked about this, and I loaded my dashboard up later, and the Fable 3 emblem was Games for Gold is what they're calling it. This is, and it even tells you when you go in there, you can find out more about it. It's like, uh, you're going to get this stuff, so keep you know keep your eye on this spot. Get your games while they're free. And also, it's only going to be free for a time. So you got to grab it while it's in that free state. Right. So after a month, I guess. Oh, you mean now I got to grab it? They don't give it to me for free? No, exactly. See, now you you have to What's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Let's move on. Moving right along. You're just running this one into the ground. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Something like that. Whatever. Okay, so um, the 360. There's a new 360 uh, codenamed Stingray. I like that name. So the new Xbox that's coming out is going to be uh, slightly redesigned in terms of looks internally. Otherwise, it's it's basically uh, identical to what we've currently got. But it's codenamed Stingray, and what the Xbox One is Durango, I think, right? Is that all right? Sure. Stingray. So we got Stingray and Durango. Uh, so this is a much more rectangular box and it kind of takes on the look of the xbox one don't you think mark yeah it's got the glossy and the matte yeah look and it, it, it actually it, looks really nice actually reminds like me of it. another console too but we'll get to that later <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so uh this new stingray console uh they say is available starting today and on my lunch break, I did stop over at a Best Buy because we wound up eating next door to one. So we walked into, X, or into Best Buy, and uh, they did not have any, at least, that were out on display. So I would imagine they'd probably hit retail in the next couple of days or a week or so. Probably, but it, it does look like they are uh, – what did I tell – I think I told you earlier, 299 So it's 300 bucks for the 250 gig. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, 199 for the 4 gig. Yeah. So, so Paul wrote that uh, he was told back in January that the redesigned Stingray console uh, would be less expensive than the current models, but um, they might have had a change of heart, so the new version, you know, again, will be the same price as before. 199 for the 4 gig of the console, or of the uh, console, and 299 for 250 gig version and 299 for a 4 gig connect bundle. I think the price will drop in November when the Xbox I, I, One comes out. I think so. I bet it drops drastically, so. Yeah. You know, at least 50 bucks. I would be willing to bet at least 100. Really? Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet to get like yeah. the the cheapie for 100 bucks. Yeah, I well, I'd still even to get the 250 gig, you'd still want that. I mean, who wants the four gig of 
and what good is that, you know? Yeah. But, um, you know, to get that down for 199 that's still $200 for a console. It's pretty darn old. Oh, yeah. And going out the door. So, but I think that's, I think we'll see that drop pretty good price come then because they still want to extend the life of the 360. And yeah. they're saying there's hundreds of games still coming out for it in the next year. So, um, it's, oh, yeah, sure. It, what I like about it is I want to see it drop because my current one, I'm actually having some issues with it. On occasion, it gives me some graphical issues. Okay. Um, and I have to reboot it to correct it. It's really weird. Um, so, um, and I'm thinking, ah, I might have to replace it. So I'm, I'm of course. drops because I, I mean, my 360 is not, uh, going to be replaced anytime soon. I, I expect to still be gaming on it for probably well into next year, even with the new console. Oh yeah. So absolutely. You know, cause you know, there's going to be a, uh, overlap period, yep. you know, where you'd want to keep both because since they're not compatible with each other right. or back, you know, the new one's not backwards compatible. Right. You're going to want to keep the old one around. And if I want to play rock and, band, I got to keep my 360. Yeah. So, and, uh, on a, on a side note, I think I mentioned this last week or the week before I wound up recently buying an HDMI switch over at Walmart. They got a two porter for only 25 bucks and there's a four porter for 35 comes with a remote control and the coolest thing of all is that it's powered off of the HDMI cable. So you don't even need, like, a power adapter going to nice. it. Nice. That's nice. And it's it's like itty-bitty. I mean, it's as big as, like, a USB hub. I mean, it's probably, like, a third of an inch tall and maybe two inches by three inches. Cool. It's itty-bitty. All righty. So if you need the ports on your TV, you know, to support two consoles... You know, that's uh, it's something that's very available, even at retail. And I'm sure you can find it cheaper on Newegg or Amazon or whatnot. So, and then, uh, you know, the last thing that he mentions is that, um, oh, uh, that they mentioned on the, on the keynote was that it's going to be the quietest 360 ever. So <laughs> maybe they took some of the cues from the Xbox One or whatnot and, you know, they further... Yeah. Re- after all these years, yeah, it'll be quiet. It's because no one will be playing on it. They'll be on the Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, sing. <laughs> it's yeah, it's quiet because it's turned off. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. But uh, what else? Yeah, and we then gotta, uh, we got to keep moving. Yeah, the 360 consoles are available starting today. Again, probably in distribution, uh, and that is in the U.S., the U.K., Canada, Australia, and Ireland. You'll be heading to other markets in the coming weeks. Um, as far as games, uh, they did announce a couple of games for the 360. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one that I got a, a couple of buddies at work that just freaking love this game, and that's World of Tanks. Did You you saw that one, right, Mark? Yep. Did I you ever play it on a PC? I never have, but the no. game looks like it'd be a blast. And Oh, yeah. I mean... We had a live blog, well, not a live blog, but we were, I created threads in our Facebook group today for all of the different conferences, so anybody that was tapped in, we were just chatting about all the different things, and um, there was, uh, I know Soul Assassinated Away was talking about, he loves this game, um, and he plays it all the time, and that it's a fantastic game, so, and the cool part, it's free to play for Gold members. Yeah. So. And it's also free in the PC world, too, so. Yeah, I think it's. You'd probably do both. 
Oh, okay, that's cool. But is well, this, I, don't I think know it's speculated. a microtransaction game, I believe. Because someone yeah. said free to play, play pay, pay to win, <laughs> something like that. So, I don't know, but uh, it looked like it'd be fun. I mean, just running around in tanks, like in an arcade style game, uh, blowing stuff up with tanks. It looked it looked like a lot of fun. So, oh yeah, like my buddy Ed at work, he does not consider himself a gamer at all. I mean, he's got a 360 that you know he basically has just for his kids for Netflix, but he plays this game all the time. So he's a gamer. Yeah, yeah, he's a gamer in denial. <laughs> <laughs> or what's that one saying? Everybody's a gamer. It's just a matter of finding the right game, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, but World of Tanks looks pretty cool. And you know what do they say? There's like 200 million players or something like that of this game. And uh, you know, I'm sure it's probably going to take over like crazy on the 360. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Then uh, there was another game that they kind of announced. I forgot the name of the studio, but the game is called Max Curse of Brotherhood. And this game was kind of neat. It was, I mean, it looks like it's got to be an XBLA game. Yeah, that's what I took it as. Yeah, and it's basically... uh, I think the main character's name is probably Max, or might be his brother's. But the, basically, the kid is really annoyed by his brother, so he searches online and he reads some spell that <laughs> banishes his brother, so his brother kind of gets kidnapped by some tentacle dude or something. And then he goes after him to try to save him. And it, and it looks kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it did. It, it's something that I would definitely play. I mean, it. I don't know how it'll turn out, but I mean, it definitely looks cool. Um, really nice, like cartoony graphics, really, really well done. And it was some studio out of Copenhagen because they said they like what pickled herring <laughs> or something. Anyway, uh, moving I must on. Must have missed that part. Yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, the next game that they showed was Dark Souls Two. Wow, I mean, I was looking at this game, and all I kept thinking was, is this thing even playable? Because <laughs> the first one was so hard. Yeah, it'll, it'll, probably will be just on, on target with that, so. Yeah. I think this is the one they said, too, for the people, you know, they're going to make it. I think they've made an, if I recall, this game's going to have an easier mode, but they will have a a mode that's just like the original for those that like the really hard wow. game, so. But I think they were going to have a mode that was a little bit more approachable for people like me, which I'm still not. I'm going to avoid it at all costs anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Because their easier modes probably still, like, hard. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's it's hard for old guys like us. Exactly. There you go. I need the weenie mode. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, that's pretty much about it for the 360 games. They did say that... Uh, there's more titles in development currently than at any other point in Xbox history, and it's exciting times. And I don't know, maybe that's just because there's two consoles now that are overlapping for quite some time. Because original Xbox, when the 360 replaced it, the original Xbox was like kind of swept under the carpet, wasn't it? <laughs> I think they only supported it's it like for like one year, yeah. and that was it. And then they just said, nope, we're done. So... 
but it was a new console. It was, I think it was a short-lived one. It was just designed to get them in the business, you know. And then the 360 was really their one they came to fight with, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they've said they're going to support it for quite a while. I mean, they got dashboard updates and stuff that are going to come out to supposedly a lot of the stuff the Xbox One is going to have. We're going to get some of that stuff. I think we're going to get the Skype. We're probably going to get the Friends integration because I, I haven't heard anything saying you can't talk to your friends. I mean, it's still a service. they got to be able to make sure Xbox One and X, and Xbox 360 can, you know, can still talk on live. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to have to do some stuff on the dashboard, and there's stuff prepped and coming for the Xbox 360. So we're, you know, they're going to still continue to update it and, and, and give you new stuff. And yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to have some gaming on it for quite a while. So. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. All right. So that was pretty much about it for the 360. Moving on to the main event, I guess, is the Xbox One part of our show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Covering the Xbox One part of the keynote. So, you know, first off, um, there, you know, there's a lot of guessing as to what the pricing was going to be on the console, and you know, where are was, you? You're was, not following the script at all, are you? No, no, I'm, I'm following the thing I just sent you. <laughs> okay. Because there's some really cool info that at least is new to me <laughs> that's in there. Okay. You with me? I guess we'll we'll just talk price now instead of at the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So they announced the price point of four ninety nine, and this is something that I had been hearing for quite some time on uh, some other shows. And uh, yeah, it looks like it's four ninety nine, and that has been confirmed that it's going to be a release of November sometime. So uh, how many days are there in November? Thirty. 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 Okay, so it's going to be somewhere between November 1st and November 30th. <laughs> that is the release window. It would be interesting if it was November 4th, because somehow I think, like, I, no, November 4th or 6th is when a lot of their stuff comes out, doesn't it? Isn't it like the Kinect was out? The dashboard. I'm, I'm thinking out. it's coming out on the 13th or the 12th. The 12th? Because the date will be 11, 12, 13, and it's a Tuesday. November? 12, 11, 12, 13. 11, 12, Maybe. 13. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday. Yeah. It's a Tuesday. There you it's go. It's 11, 12, 13. You know what? I'm telling I, I'm you. Gonna, I'm going I'm to gonna back it. you on that. That is genius. I know. And I think, uh, you know, Microsoft probably didn't think of that yet. So if they do use that, they need to pay us royalties. You need to pay me. Us. <laughs> you know, there's no us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I see how you are. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Okay. So, um, five hundred smackers. Five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. There were some rumors originally that there was going to be a console for three ninety nine, and that would require a two year gold membership at fifteen bucks a month. That is not going to happen. So I remember we had talked about that, and we're trying to figure out like what the cost was going to be. So that is. I bet it comes back. <laughs> Maybe at some point. Pretty. But... I bet it comes. I bet it comes back pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet we see that. Plan, plans I bet might we change. See that pretty soon. 
Yeah, it's a four ninety nine price point. You never know. You never know. Okay, then have you heard about the Xbox uh, One uh, Day One Edition? Yeah, I've already got one pre-ordered. Okay, <laughs> so the Day One Edition is a special edition, and that, that is pretty cool. I mean, that is uh, definitely something that's appealing, and it'll probably make uh, some people, including myself, get the day one version, as opposed to, you know, waiting a couple months and then being all upset that you can't find one anywhere. Well, let me tell you, if you want the day one edition, you probably better get it reserved quickly. Oh, yeah. Cause... Because these are going to be limited. I mean, first of all, you know, think about when a new console comes out, outside of the PlayStation 3, they were hard to get. <laughs> For, oh yeah. On on you know at release, I mean they were sold out because they can only pump out so many. So yep, yep. This adds a little bit more incentive to get it right away. So yeah. But anyways, as you, yeah. I'm just saying, you might want to go get that done tomorrow, Rob. That's that's a good point. Fish. Or uh, even right, right now, now. during the show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Please hold intermission. <laughs> okay. So each bundle is going to have an Xbox One system that comes in a premium black packaging, and it's got uh, a limited edition. Xbox One Day One wireless controller. Okay, first of all, I got to ask you: Does it really ma- matter what kind of packaging it comes in? It's a box. It probably gets thrown out or shoved in a corner somewhere. Or if you're like Demiculus, it goes up on the shelf. That's true. With all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks cool. Okay, so we don't care about a, the box that's shipped in. Okay, uh, and then you said something about a controller. Well, actually, if the box is nice. You just stare at it while you're bringing it home. (laughs) And then you just shred it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. And then uh, the commemorative bundle. Oh, uh, and it's going to have a unique commemorative day one achievement. Ding. So 10 points or whatever. Uh, The bundle, the commemorative bundle will be available in limited quantities and while supplies last, of course, like Mark had just said. And it costs the same as the regular console. So... It behooves you to get that sooner. Uh, the day one. How much would you pay for that? Wait, four ninety nine. Before you answer, there's more. <laughs> four ninety nine. Ninety Wait, there's more. <laughs> so the day one edition also comes with special bonus content for some of the launch games uh, that we'll be talking about soon, uh, including a game called Rise, uh, Son of Rome. For that, it's going to have an exclusive uh, multiplayer map and sword with bonus attributes. Forza Motorsport 5 is going to have access to four cars tuned to the top of their class. That's pretty cool. Um, Connect Sports Rivals. It, uh, it's an exclusive sporting equipment that separates your champion from the rest of the world. And Dead Rising 3 will have exclusive Frank West and Chuck Green tribute packs with bonus attributes. That's so, cool. uh, yeah. So you can pre order this from Amazon, Walmart, uh, probably Best Buy, GameStop, and whoever else out there. So you already got yours uh, nailed down, huh? I decided to go ahead and do it. I don't know if I'll get it on the date. <laughs> I'm a little concerned on their, you know, because this console, it's not like they're, they don't have the uh, release date guarantee listed right. yeah. um, like they do a game. But So I actually paid the extra 4 bucks for the one-day shipping. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
because I don't – the thing it's going to – I almost was going to go into a retail store because I'm like, you know what? It's going to drive me nuts if I'm sitting here till 7, 8 o'clock at night waiting for UPS to show up because he always seems to show up late at night when I want something. So, But I just – you know what? I, I like – I just figured I'd just go with Amazon. You know, they I don't have to put like GameStop's wanting 100 bucks down. I'm cool. like – Amazon, I can get my pre-order in, and they'll just charge me when they ship it. So, yeah. So that's why I went that way. But yeah, I got my I got my day one edition pre-ordered. So, hang on, I'm entering in my password on Amazon right now. <laughs> okay, well while you do that, I'll let me go. Forty nine, and it's on sale. It's forty nine or four ninety nine ninety six. Exactly, four cents, baby. Woo. So while you're ordering that, there's going to be some changes to Xbox Live as well. Um, Xbox Live Gold for Families uh, is the first one. It says, after killing the Xbox Live Gold Family Pack earlier this year, Microsoft will expand the existing Xbox Live Gold subscription for individuals to include anyone in your home at no additional cost. The price isn't changing, so this is a tremendous deal. Um, that's cool because, like, you know, I got a family of five. I'm the only one on Live, so I could... Yeah get my kids on eventually when they're old enough and my wife could I could get her on live if for some reason if she wanted to uh, she doesn't want to anyways but you know for those that have gamers and that have their friends you can have your kids now all included that's that's good um, as that, that is very cool that is very cool yeah that you can do that um, local currency support as we, we said starting this fall but they've already done it um, uh, well, at least in some years. aspect but starting this fall, you'll be able to purchase games, movies, apps, and entertainment in your local currency instead of being forced to use Microsoft's points. Uh, so, and, and it looks like they've already started the process in a way. Um, so we'll see. But, okay. Are you done with your purchase? Oh, yeah. That was so easy. It was one, like three one, clicks and it was over with. Oh, okay. Well, you should click, use click, one click. click. <laughs> but anyways, keep going. I'll let you okay. continue. So then uh, the other thing that has been getting a lot of attention lately is the cloud features. Uh, basically, they're saying that the Xbox Live backend indeed uses the Microsoft Azure cloud services. So that's pretty cool. They've spent a lot of time on Azure, uh, a lot of development on the thing. And uh, they're now explaining that this will fundamentally change, or how it'll fundamentally change the Xbox One user experience. All of your games and entertainment will be stored and saved on Xbox Live, so you can access them anytime from any Xbox One console. Xbox One will always be up to date and ready when you are, thanks to the background updating. And developers can take advantage of the 300,000 servers, you know, backing the. Uh, Xbox Live. And of course, you know, that'll be available starting this fall. And the uh, Gamer Score. So, Gamer Score will carry over. You know, that was something that a lot of people were concerned about. You know, and, uh, you know, we didn't really see any reason why it wasn't going to carry over. I don't think there was any rumors that it wasn't going to carry over, but you, you never know. Exactly. Right? You, right? Yeah. yeah. You never know. So, never but know. they did. They did confirm it that it will carry over. Uh, reputation, uh, the new Xbox Live uh, capability, reputation rewards healthy participation while reducing troublemakers and cheaters. Hmm. 
So I, is, I wonder if this is something that uh, is like, I don't say crowdsourced, but, you know, people rate each other. You think that might be something like that? Well, they do it already. Yeah. So we'll just have to see what it does. I, you know, and then the question is for cheaters, you know, if they see you <laughs> boosting achievements, do they consider that cheating? Yeah. So I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, and then uh, basically this stuff is kind of broken today, and we'll see how it improves, if at all. Okay, moving on. Smart match. This is something that's kind of interesting. Uh, basically, there's regular matchmaking today, and Xbox One is going to improve on this, make it even better with uh, Smart Match. Uh, that's where people are going to be matched based on their skill language and reputation so that's pretty sweet so you know when you're playing if you're going to be matched you'll be matched to someone that is you know pretty close to you as opposed to you know getting like a like a a noob and you're like a totally experienced character and it's like no fun or vice versa you know and um asynchronous matchmaking means you can play a game, watch TV, or listen to music while Smart Match finds your perfect match. And then you can jump in instantly when it's ready. And they actually showed this in the keynote. Remember that? Um, no. No? <laughs> yeah, they were they were playing... Uh, uh, there's a girl and a guy on, on screen. Oh, oh, oh. You're talking about the... I'm sorry. Yeah, she was playing yeah. something, and then it smart-matched her to the guy on the other side of the screen. Yeah, kill, killer instinct. Rigged. Yeah, that was rigged. <laughs> yeah, what are the odds it's going to match you to the person right next to you? Yeah, exactly. I mean, well, come on. <laughs> there might have been only two people on <laughs> the new Xbox Live. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because nobody's got the consoles. So there's going to be a whole bunch of new social features to Xbox Live, uh, including a game DVR feature. Now, th- this thing's pretty cool. They kind of showed that with uh, Killer Instinct again, where the guy did, like, one of the, what do they call them, like, ultimate combos or something? Mm-hmm. And he wound up grabbing the video of the combo and then it inserts like a little intro and an outro to it, and it was pretty neat. I was actually really impressed at, at how it looked. What did you think, Mark? Um, I wasn't impressed. No, because well, you're not impressed. well, we'll talk about the game DVR stuff later too. But yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll cover. We can cover it now. Um, yeah. you know, I wanted more on this feature. I wanted like them what? to spend like five, ten minutes showing this demoing it more than what they did and you didn't so all we know is that there's an application called upload studio that's where so you finished your match and you said xbox upload studio so it automatically jumps into that and there's your game clip i guess it automatically keeps your game clip but we don't know how much so what if i'm in an hour-long session of something you know does it have the whole hour game match? I mean, you get into some of these Battlefield matches or Call of Duty matches, they can last a long time, you know. I mean, not Call of Duty, you're not going to run an hour long. But, you know, 
some of these games can, especially if we're going to have more people and bigger environments and these persistent worlds and, you know, how, is there a time limit? Does it just always DVR it? And if it is, how much space does it take up? Um, how, you know, is it one at a time? So if, if I do something cool, do I have to immediately go to that? Or is it save a whole bunch? Is there a limit to how many games I can go back? You know, that's the type of stuff I wanted to know. Then, so he does this, and it looked like all it did was, yeah, you could do a voiceover, which they didn't show. You can you do voiceovers with the Kinect. Um, they talked about skinning. I, I, it looks like all that was was like some kind of intro, outro yep. title screen is all it was. Um, and then it, all it looked like, and I went back and I looked at this, it only looks like all you can do is say, here's your 10-minute clip. you got to shrink it or you can cut your time of showing what you want in that gameplay but it didn't look like there was the ability to change the camera angle um games like call of duty you can bounce around between different characters you can get different you can do first person third person you know and it doesn't look like any of those things are there well, I so mean, it that looks could depend very on the game. it looks very basic like here's your 15 minute clip cut out a time you want and that's what's going to get posted and that's it and that, it's like, I wanted more on the game DVR feature. You know, they, I, why they didn't spend some time in this cons, in this conference. You say you're talking about the gamers and you just breeze right over it and don't even talk about it. Makes well, me think there's nothing they there. The de- they can't get into detail on that. There's, there's no way. They could have spent I mean, more thing, time this, on, they could have spent five minutes on that. This was, this whole thing was an hour and a half. And, they you know, could they... have cut five minutes somewhere else to <laughs> devote to this. I mean, I you know, they had – it was all games, you know. And, I mean, I, I guess that's what a lot of the people wanted. I wanted to see mostly games, and that's what we got. Everything was games. Yeah. But I wanted this game DVR. This is what I want you'll, to know and what I want to see. I'm, I'm sure you're going to find out I'm, more in the coming I'm weeks. I'm sure we'll get it the next couple you know, of they'll, days. They'll pro- yeah, the next yeah, couple we'll of see, days. We'll see it they'll, demoed. And, but it's like – They'll probably I have a lot also on the Build Conference. So, yeah, well, I'm sure we will. It's just, I, I, but here's, okay, so on what they showed, and when I went back and I'm looking at it, I was pausing my screen to look at it because I DVR'd that part on my TV. You DVR'd the The TV. I DVR? Exactly. So, it just, there's just no options on that screen. So, I, I, it looks real basic. It looks like they're just doing a basic thing. Um, but my, here's my hope. It is a software program. That means they can up, they can improve upon it. So I'm not totally upset, but I just, they, I just know it's there. I still don't know how it functions, what's the limitations, what I can do with it, and that's what I want. And hopefully we'll get that this week. Um, like I said, these are just the conferences. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is when all the media is going to be in, and they're going to be doing. And we always get a ton of information the next few days. That is not never announced or released, you know. Yep. Um, they may still have a game announcement we don't even know about, but um, they've done that stuff before. So we'll right. see. But I, 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 you know, what we saw, I was not impressed, but I am glad it's there. Yeah. And it's a start. Okay, I'm done. All right, all right, good. <laughs> I got to learn to so, rant in a much smaller t- segment. <laughs> <laughs> but Twitch, right. Twitch was there. Yeah, I 
I was happy to see Twitch integration, and you know, this is something that is huge on the PC world. So it does, uh, it does take part of your real estate off your screen. I don't know if it, you can if you can still stream Twitch and have that Twitch bar gone, oh. or I don't know if you have to have the Twitch bar up because when they know. showed it, the Twitch it came up with that. What do they call that? The side locking, whatever they call. It. I forgot already what it's called. You know, the, the the panels where you got two screens, you know, like a picture-in-picture side-by-side. I already forgot they told us two weeks ago what it was called. <laughs> yeah, you're you're so upset over GameDVR that you forgot what it was. Exactly. But anyways, okay. Twitch integration, that was cool. Yeah, so Twitch is in there. Okay, and then uh, they did talk up Smart Glass quite a bit. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I was really surprised, you know. We kind of knew that it was going to be in there somehow, but, you know, we never really saw any concrete examples. And the stuff that they've had up until now has been kind of weak, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my interpretation of it. So uh, they've got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe that's basically going to have the smart glass be kind of like a, a second screen, you know, kind of like what, you know, they had on the say DS. Okay. I was going to say, don't say, don't say that. Well, you're still going the wrong way, but <laughs> yeah, and I'll, I'll I, I told you, and I am the other one. <laughs> oh, sorry today, but that's uh, okay. I won't say it. No, you can say it. But it, it, it sounds something like taking a leak all over you. <laughs> Shishu. <laughs> anyway, but uh, pee on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's got some kind of second screen stuff. Um, but and, it looks like it's expanded beyond just like yeah, some map or you know. Um, it's not like a static screen or. It sounds like you can actually have a secondary player somehow be involved in the game, doing stuff yeah. in the game that you're playing. You know, so that it'll be interesting to see how developers use that. And, and but yeah, there was a lot of uh, Surface tablets in the show today. <laughs> yeah. So. For sure. Actually, sure. Those weren't uh, like iPads or uh, no, they were Android tablet. devices. Those okay. were Surface tablets. <laughs> so. Are you sure? Positive. Saw them. Not they weren't a Kindle. I don't know. Moving on. We got a Moving long right show, along. dude. You're, that's right. That's right. Taking me off script and added in another hour of content. I wasn't planning but on talking about. But it's about. good stuff. It's good stuff. I guess. Okay. Um, then there's a whole bunch of extra stuff. Uh, that you can do with the second screen. Uh, so console power on and off. You can adjust the volume, manage your TV set, top box, and Blu-ray, and who knows what else. Um, the new Xbox One guide is for navigating and watching live TV without switching inputs. And um, they're going to have some Connect voice control in there as well. And... I had heard something, um, I think it was on Major Nelson's podcast. Have you listened to the recent one? No. They were actually saying something about how you can actually control, like, when the connect actually works somehow. So I guess maybe people are kind of freaked out by the thing being on all the time. Yeah, I heard something about it. You can turn it, you can turn it off. You can turn, you can currently turn it off, but, um, I think it's only during certain yeah. re- wait times, but 
Wouldn't yeah. that be freaky? Like if you're walking by the Xbox, you know, things turned off and then the Kinect just follows you across the room. Whoa. I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Open the refrigerator door. <laughs> it's, doors. It's how Xbox. <laughs> no mark. You need to play Zumba Fitness. Anyway. All right. Okay, so moving on to the games. They covered a whole ton of games. I've got like almost a little bit over a page of of notes over here. So let's cover them in the order that they were showed. How's that sound? Oh, so good. We go good. I'm back, glad that you we can agree. go back to my notes now, huh? Yes, yes. All right. Okay, so, <laughs> you know, of the three of the uh, Xbox One titles, of course, there was uh, the first one at the beginning. There was uh, Metal Gear. Metal Gear Ghost Protocol? Is that it? Metal Gear 5, The Phantom Pain. Yeah, Phantom Pain. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. Ghost Protocol. Wait, isn't that Mission Impossible? Yes, it is. It's a movie. <laughs> you yeah. drinking today or it's, what? <laughs> maybe. Anyway, so uh, we, we kind of covered that one already. So let's move on to the next one. There's Rise. So Rise, uh, Son of Rome. They actually had a really, really long clip of this one. It was, you know, probably close to five minutes. Yep. And there was some really sweet stuff in there. Um, one thing I was kind of wondering about while they had this clip was in the past they had shown it where you were playing it with Connect. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Because I think that was in, like, the original. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, the Tal videos way back when? I think it was that E3 right after, what was it last E3? It might have been last year, Z3, where it came out. Um, or maybe it was two years ago, because originally it was called a different name. I think it was at E3 two years ago. Um, and it was, I think it was right after Kinect came out, or right before, yeah. Um, it was like Codename Kingdoms or something. Something like Correct. that, and then it then it changed to Rise in the next E3, but it was still a Connect game. And now we see it; yeah. it's called Rise Son of Rome. It's got a third title change, and it right. looks to no longer be a Connect game. They were playing it with a gamepad, which a that I like it. This game is now something I actually would play because it's not a Connect title. But they showed the Connect stuff just three weeks ago. Because that was in the reveal. Remember, there was the dude just sitting there. He was, he had his like sword. He had a shield, and he uh, had a sword. Yeah, they and, better, it better and be. He well, then that makes no sense. Because today they were not doing any connect. It was all controller based. Yeah. So maybe it's an either or. I don't know. That it kinda, could be. I might have to it, go back and check that reveal out and see if that's the case. Because I don't remember. That was two weeks ago. How am I supposed to remember? <laughs> I know, All I know right? is today, and I do remember, that's what stood out to me. It's like, yeah. hey, this is not a Kinect game. I, I could see it. a controller the whole time. I could see it use both. Because not everybody can do, you know, the stand-up stuff. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Or maybe you can only, maybe you only do that during certain sections. Uh, I hope it shouldn't be. If it's going to be one of these games, like okay, you got to stand up part of the time and not use a controller, and then sit down and use a controller other parts of the time. To me, that's kind of stupid. It's like, uh, do I have a controller now, or am I the controller? I don't know. Oh, and not to mention, you'd be out of breath. And this thing had <laughs> lots of 
quick time events in the footage we saw today. Um, and I couldn't tell if it was what I didn't understand. And it, cause it looked a little strange. There was a lot of, you know, quick time event type of stuff, but I was wondering the way it was presented almost made me think like, if you wanted to do the execution move, hit the B button or the Y button or the X button, depending on the situation. But I'm wondering if you could still just hit the attack button and continue on normal. It kind of made me think you could, where it wasn't like if I didn't hit the quick time button, I was going to fail. It, it was weird. It was just kind of like it didn't. Wait, when you when you say quick time, you don't mean Apple. You mean like the slow motion stuff, right? A quick time event. That's what it's called when you you get a button press. It tells you to press your button. You have okay. to hit it quickly. That's what they're. Those are called quick time events. Quick time is a trademark. I'm not. I, it, whatever. This is. They're still called quick time <laughs> events. I okay. don't. Don't sue me, man. Don't get nah, I'm just me. messing with you, dude. I'm messing. You with should you. know this. So there was a lot of button <laughs> yeah, pressing events. You know, moments. Yeah. Okay. It's like you know, press X and then you jab this guy in the throat with. It was a, and it was a violent video yeah man that was brutal (laughs) i mean yeah i guess uh you know the roman times were not kind (laughs) no but so it looked to me like it's you're not going to be stuck playing it as a connect game you might be able to play it as a a controller game uh it's definitely changed there was some really cool stuff that the visuals looked outstanding yeah it was was one of the best going on i mean it was crazy i mean i mean it's almost overwhelming i think yeah there there was just it really looked sharp and amazing. So, and I, I really thought it was pretty cool where the guys were sitting there with their shields and the archers were uh, shooting their arrows at them. Yeah, and they all went so, into that cover mode. To, yeah, they all like covered each other with the shields. Yep. And then they threw their spears at them. But I, I was, I was like, how could they throw those spears so far? That's crazy. Yeah, that one looked a little weird. Um, and then all of a sudden they had another one. It's like they threw it, and all of a sudden they all had another spear in their hand. Yeah, yeah, like, I noticed that. Too. Where'd that come from? You know, and where well, was the spear a minute ago when he was sword fighting with a guy? Well, behind <laughs> them there's other guys just holding spears and handing them forward. Maybe that's yeah, unlimited spears. Yeah, that's it. Because all of a sudden I was like, where did he get a second one? So, yeah, Brittany was back there. Okay. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> okay. Rise does look good. Yes. Um, we'll have to get more on it. I'm sure we'll see and hear a lot more about it this week. So. Yes. But uh, right, so then the next one was Killer Instinct. Hmm. Yeah, Killer Instinct. I don't know. I've never been a huge fan of it. I was Dude, this was huge. Never news. good. At, it was. I'm I mean, not. I'm not a big. I don't care either. Yeah. I'm not into these. But this was huge. Uh, this is a rare franchise that people have been wanting to see for a long time, and it's back. Yeah. And it was teased that there will be another old rare franchise announced here in the future Mortal so Kombat? killer instinct will not be it okay so and you know it's and this is xbox it, xbox one only correct that's so. right and um if you remember killer instinct from back in the day at least the arcade version i mean it is with this game you can pretty much expect the same quality if not better Right. In terms of the gameplay. I mean, it looks like Killer Instinct. Yeah. Which is better. Um, the next one was Sunset Overdrive. Um, I forgot the name of the company that did this, but they were the ones that Insomniac. did uh, Ratchet. Yeah, Insomniac. 
They're the ones that did Ratchet and Clank and a couple other games. And uh, this one was weird. <laughs> what, what, what did you think, Mark? It was very strange. Um, it was all I like, come away was like it's a zombie game with a comic yeah. look. Um, I really didn't know what to think of it. Uh, wasn't I, I really at first? I really wasn't impressed. The only thing I can say is I, I'm going to need to see more. Um, and if what it looks Actually, like, you could this... have a bunch of your friends in playing, then yeah. I think it could be a fun game because it looks like it would be kind of an over the top just type of fun zombie slaying type of Actually, game but this was some kind of aliens wasn't it i don't know i took it more as a zombie style yeah my understanding i they talked to ted price afterwards and it was uh i believe um he said that like people woke up one day and they were zombies and some people aren't okay and that's you know that's it that's the story so yeah um but they don't had, look like your typical zombies. They looked really, yeah. really ugly. But yeah, they look more like, or maybe they're zombie aliens. But it is an exclusive Xbox One game yep. being done by Insomniac. So, um, and it's yeah. got some really cool graphics to it. Uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of, oh, what's that one Dreamcast game um, with the dudes on the roller skates and the graffiti. Oh, oh I, know, I know what you're talking about, too. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that a little bit <laughs> and a little more cartoony. Because in the beginning, this dude's like all over the place, Ar- almost like parkour. Arapa the Rappa? No, no. <laughs> Jet Grand Radio. Jet, Jet, oh, okay. Or Jet Set Radio. They're, just, they're the same thing, just two different games. Um, you know, it's kind of like that where this dude's like all over the place. You know, he's like running up against the walls, you know, doing... That what parkour kind of stuff. Yeah, it was a little bit of uh, like Jet Set Radio along with Mirror's Edge, along with zombies, and these people are just like all over the place. They got all these kinds of guns. I mean, it looks pretty sweet. I mean, definitely looks like it's going to be an XBLA title, and it's one that I'll probably check out. Um, you know, we'll have to see. I don't think it'll be XBLA. Details. I think it'll be retail. Really, you think? Yes, it's on, it's Insomniac. I I'm pretty I sure know. I took this as it's a full price regular uh, full on regular game. I I mean I could be wrong. I yeah. don't recall ever getting the impression or hearing XBLA, but I mean either way it looks cool. Of course XBLA is going away. It will not be an XBLA title because there okay. is no XBLA on Xbox One. Okay. So bam in your face, sucker! Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, there's this game. Uh, I never heard of it before. What was it? Forza? Forza? Forza! That's right. Forza 5. And uh, they've teamed up with uh, McLaren. And wow, they had this car that was out on stage. <laughs> yeah, that, that, was, thing? that was pretty cool. What was one, It was one of only two in the world? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's wow. It's like a bajillion dollars. You paid a lot of money to get that thing there. Oh, <laughs> you better believe it. And there's another thing that I took away from uh, this Forza 5 section. The McLaren headquarters or whatever their factory is pretty darn cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's got this like, huge lake in front of it. Yep. That is freaking awesome. 
what, uh, what I thought was cool about the game is I learned that I will only have to play one race and never have to drive it again, but I can continue to play it even as I'm away from home or working or whatever. Yes. <laughs> did, did that seem kind of bizarre? It's almost like they're it's, advertising, you don't have to play it, we'll play it for you with the Drivatar. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a very, very interesting development. I mean, this is one application of the new cloud computing thing that they've got with their 300,000 servers. Well, uh, you could do this before, but you hired a driver. So you could go in and hire a driver to race your car and you'd walk away and it would race. And right. depending on, you know, you would, the, like the better the racer, the more it would, they would take your winnings. Um, but you could, you know, win and gain, you still gain uh, stuff. But now here it's going to learn how you drive yes. and it's not going to be, you're not hiring a driver. You're not, it's not AI. It's going to be based on the way you drive is how you can say, I'm not going to be here. Let my drive avatar. Yeah drive for me and then when you're playing you're not playing against ai you're playing against your friends, your friends drive avatars yeah which means i'll never win because <laughs> dude i mean and everybody like, else will <laughs> like everybody i know plays this man they're freaking awesome at it and it's like uh i'm just you know i'm always in last place or fighting for last place <laughs> in these racing games so even when i'm not there i'm still gonna lose yeah yay <laughs> oh yeah. So, all right. And, and then the detail in this game is phenomenal. It always is, though. I mean, yeah. it's Forza. It's. I actually wasn't impressed, and I think no. it's because they've set the bar so high before that I'm like, okay, it always, it still always looks the same. It looks fantastic. It's. I can't look at it and go, wow, that looks so much better than the last one because the last one looks so great. This you one's know? even better. I guess. It looks better than real life. The water looks it's more clean. realistic on the road. I don't know. Yeah. And so. the one thing that I noticed that I don't remember seeing from the previous games is just, like, even the details of the paint. It's, I know on my truck, like, after I wax it, there's this, like, reflection, but there's, like, a little, almost like a bumpiness to the paint. Like a little wavering waviness. I mean, you get the same thing in here. I mean, it is like a fantastic, fantastic recreation of that thing called the real Which world. Which you'll never see when you're driving the thing at 200 miles an hour. That's okay. <laughs> but it's there. It's there. You know it is. Yep, That's yep. all that matters. And uh, the next game that they covered was an Xbox One version of Minecraft. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be excited about this. And, I mean, what can you say? It's Minecraft. All right, all right. That's, that's enough what? of that. Wake up, wake up. What? Oh, we're, okay. Okay, mo moving on. <laughs> now, this next game is one that just floored me. I mean, the realism in this game kind of took away from all other games following this, for me at least. And that's Quantum Break. When they had that clip, I mean, so the whole clip was, there. it looks like there was an explosion and these people kind of stopped time and they were like walking around, they were trying to save this one lady that was in the explosion. And they only had like it, 60 seconds to do it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you can, they can only hold, they can only block time for like a, a set amount of time. Oh yeah. It's not infinite. Yep. And I was looking at the characters and I'm like, they look real. You know, it's kind of like where you're, you're staring at them and you're not sure. It's like they could be real, like real live actors, because they had real live actors in the reveal, remember? Yes. And you're looking at it and you're like, that looks absolutely real. Just the way that the face is constructed and the way that they're looking. Because for me, the eyes always give it away. You know, because even if they get like the like the facial movements, usually the eyes aren't right. You know, either the eyes are like locked or they just don't move naturally. And I mean, these looked so real. And the game looks pretty cool. They didn't really show too much uh, from the game other than that explosion, did they? I, I don't quite remember. If, if, they, if they showed what? Did they show anything beyond the explosion? No. I, um, yeah, no. so that was that was it then. But what I what's interesting is they're um, supposedly, like, how, whatever they do when they stop the time affects like the rest of the game and the story that I'll play. So, you know, if you save her, obviously that's going to allow her to play on later in the game is if you didn't. But supposedly, like, if you do, there's other things in that frozen time state that if you, because you notice how they walked very carefully. Oh, yeah. They didn't just walk up and rip her out. They were very careful about how they removed her and, and tried to get her out of there in the time frame they had. And soon as they touched her, she became alive. Right, she came out of the... Yeah, it's like she was in yeah. their time flux or whatever that they were in. and they But they were still being very careful of like how they approached it. So I take it that you know anything they touch can change the actual real timeline. So you know it, it's going to be interesting to see... Because this game also has live action videos that are somehow going to be blended into the gameplay. And that's what you were referring to earlier. So, right. you know, I, I think that's going to alter how the videos play out. Um, and another interesting thing is that this, there's a television series also in production. Um, and Remedy is stating that how you play the game impacts the show. And the show informs you, informs how you play the game. So I'm not. I don't. It, I hope and this isn't like a defiance type of thing because to me that kind of failed. But um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays together. But there's also a TV show that's going to somehow be wrapped around this. So this game, but very interesting. Oh yeah. Yep. And like I said, the visuals on it just struck me i mean they to me it was like so real it was more real than any other game yeah that they covered up until that point right okay uh then after that they had a game uh they didn't really show too much of it it had some cell shading uh they didn't need to (laughs) was by uh what's swervy 65 yeah was a producer it's called d4 it's an episodic murder mystery that's yeah. all I got out of that. Yeah. So that's about it for that one. Yeah. Um, then the next one, uh, I know you were kind of uh, 
excited about this one. I, me, not so much. It's, but, it was called mm, Project Spark. Not excited about it. I just thought it looked interesting. Yeah. Not anything I'd be interested in, but to me, this is where like the whole Minecraft thing, where I just don't get it. Yeah. I could see where this would be something that to me would make sense, kind of like to fill that Minecraft. People that like to play Minecraft, I think, may enjoy this, depending on exactly how much you can do in this. But go on. Yeah. So this one used smart glass, and you know, it, and connect you know, again. I, yeah, yeah. And this is one you know. Again, I don't really kind of understand it, like you said, <laughs> where. You know, you create a world and then you kind of release it and then other people can modify it and everybody can add their own components to it. And then what do you play the world? I guess you. Yeah, that's what was weird is like they're setting it up and then they played the game. And it, but I don't know if they set up. I know they set up the enemy types, but then they I guess other people you can, can script change things. all that stuff. But it's still kind of kind of played out the same in a way even when they did it first and then they went and they did an uploaded one um it was still kind of the same idea but yet it was very different but what i thought was cool was like you know he was with his friend where one guy was on the connect another guy was on the tablet with the uh, smart yeah. glass and the, the smart glass guy was playing the game i mean he was in the game and it was interesting, like, one of the guys was able well, to go down... he was manipulating it. Well, he was, yeah, but then he was playing as okay. one of the characters. So he was, I, and I think, I don't know if the smart glass guy or the connect guy, but, but both of them were in the game, both their characters, and one of them went down to, like, fight, and he's like, whoa, I, I'm, there's too many of them. So the other guy, and the other guy was terraforming land above him so that he was at a higher vantage point. And then he stopped. So he was basically creating this land into the sky. And then he was, he tossed down a big fireball or something and it created a lava pit for that they couldn't get across, you know? And so it was just really cool. Like the, the things that you could do with your friend to play this. And, and I thought that that concept was really neat. Um, and then they, of course they brought in some kind of other enemy type, um, some big mech, um, uh, where was it? I thought I thought I wrote it down. I guess I didn't. But um, that was kind of cool too, because it was something that somebody else built. It was like an enemy type that someone else made, and it even had like their gamer tag on it. Said created by, and you know their gamer oh, tag, yeah. and it was called mm -hmm. like Rock Mech. I think it was called Rock Mech. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of cool, you know. Oh yeah. So it was interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I think that'll really, I mean, to me, I can see people putting hours into that. I still don't get Minecraft. I just, you know, but I think this might fill that kind of next gen Minecraft niche. So. Mm hmm. Okay. Um, then after Project Spark, they went on to Smart Glass a little bit. We covered some of this stuff before. Uh, so you're going to have, uh, all sorts of fun stuff like stat comparisons. There's going to be leaderboards on there. Uh, I guess you can control the smart match. Um, they covered uh, Killer Instinct with the game DVR, uh, Twitch. Um, they mentioned the friends capability is going to go from 100 friends to all your friends. 
Yep, no Does limit. that mean that it's unlimited? I, that's what I take it as. No and limit. They just send yeah, all yeah. your friends. So. And they talked about Microsoft points uh, going away in terms of real money. It looks like that is already started. Um, then there's Xbox Live Sharing, which we covered also. Uh, then they went back into some more games. But 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 you know what? There's yeah. there's an interesting piece to this, and I think we talked about this last week, um, or maybe during the reveal, right after the reveal. I can't remember. I swear I've had this conversation. Um, but the Xbox Live Gold sharing, you can supposedly share up to ten friends. So what I'm wondering if you when a PlayStation 3 came out, when PlayStation Network came out, you could, one person could download and buy a game. Right. And they could have a couple of friends that could play anything in their library and, and get the trophies and never, you know, never have to pay for the game. This is what this sounds like. Um, I know there's the sharing in your, in your household. You can have your family, but I don't know if that counts as the 10, if it's going to be, 10 period can can use your Xbox Live Gold, or but you're supposedly going to be able to share uh, your game library up to 10 friends. So, like, Rob, you could, you know, play, like, I just downloaded State of Decay. You could actually go in and play the game, get the achievements, and, and never have to pay for it. Um, I, I really want some more info on that, because Sony scrapped that after a while, and I can't see publishers and developers signing on for that. Because mm-hmm. there'd be tons of should be like taking the disc that like that's like the opposite of saying you can't take the disc over, but you can do the digital version. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, because then that would say that would be same with the cloud. Then that would go for retail games too. So we might be able to share games. We still don't have a full understanding of that, um, but that that was mentioned briefly. Um, so we, we need to get some more info on that. Like hopefully we will get it by the end of the week, but. It could be a good thing. We might be able to share our games, you know? Yeah, that's very so. cool. Okay. Um, then they went back to talking about games, and they talked about uh, the first game was Crimson Dragon. So there was a game back in the day called Panzer Dragoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, you're flying on dragons. Fighting dragons. Weren't you, like, riding a dragon, though? Yeah, you were riding and fighting against other dragons, yeah. Exactly, yes. Yeah, that's this. there was a lot of applause for this game. Oh, yeah. This one looked really good, and so. So, uh, I don't know, that's all i got to say about that one. You got anything? No, looked good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, the next one, uh, this is something that a lot of people are going to be excited about, Dead Rising 3. Yeah. And uh, a couple of things that kind of stuck out during the keynote, other than or other than you know the graphics in the game, was they said no load times. Nope. So that is pretty sweet. And also, everything in the environment is a potential weapon. Yeah, I I played sweet. like the original Dead Rising, and I just really I don't know. I never could get into it. Never yeah. played the second one. Um, but this game, I was watching this today. I was like, wow. It looked so good. I, I'm like, this. I'm probably going to buy this one. This actually makes me want to go out and try the others again. You know, yeah. uh, try the first one. I, I think the first one I got stuck somewhere. I could never get out of the mall. I got to like the first boss, and I just couldn't 
get out. It was just too hard. Um, but uh, I'm sure I was just doing something wrong. But um, So I never played the second one, but this one, oh, man, this looks really good. I'm definitely going to have to check this game out. Yep. Okay, then after Dead Rising, um, they came out and they showed, uh, what, Witcher 3 and Wilder- Wilderness Hunt? Uh, Wild Hunt. Wild Hunt, Wild Hunt. I was wondering if I abbreviated that. Yeah, so Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. And uh, I don't remember too much about this one. Do you free got anything free to say roaming, it? open world game. Um, they said there's going to be over 100 hours of gameplay. Um, and they also talk smart glass again. You can manage your inventory on the smart glass, which I think that's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people are waiting to see this one. I've not ever played either of the first two. Um, so I, I actually, when it came up, I was doing something else. So, you know, it was not one I gave them a lot of attention to. And yeah. so, like I said, it was tough getting all this, trying to get information and doing everything today while working was not uh, easy. So, no, I don't have much more than that. Okay. All right, after Witcher 3, they talked about uh, Battlefield 4. Okay, enough of that. And then uh, what <laughs> lies... <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, they talked about Battlefield 4. Um, so, uh, you know, the dice game and... Uh, the, well, not the dice game. The game from dice. Right. Um, 60 uh, frames per second. I mean, Wow. So that's going to be uh, pretty smooth. And uh, the, the game was, like, phenomenal. I mean, there's just so much stuff going on. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it is just – the environment is just insane because they showed uh, – what was that? Uh, it was an airplane carrier, right? Yeah, the like you were carrier. on an aircraft carrier and trying to get out of it and on the top and, and then fighting. going and, down and yep. there's, uh, you know – Jet fighters just sliding across it, you know, dumping into the ocean. Yeah. Like, wow. I mean, to me, I think if I was playing this game, I would be so overwhelmed, you know, until you get used to it. Well, it's like it's Battlefield just... 3. It's the same way. I mean, in a lot of ways, this looked a lot like Battlefield 3 to me. Um, the game looked good. I mean, Battlefield 3 looks good, but it, it you know, to me, I was like, was there really anything that looked that drastically different? Yeah. I don't really think so. It might have been a little bit better and running, you know, some of the stuff that's there is probably minor, but I mean, again, it comes back just like kind of like Forza. When the game looks so good, I don't know, sometimes it, it's, to me it seems hard to depict out, okay, does it really look that much better? When you're in the heat of it, you're just having fun and playing a game. So, I mean, oh, it yeah. looked good, so don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about it here. Oh no! Again, no. this falls into like the forts. I just think Battlefield has always looked good. That you know, Battlefield Three especially, they they really did a lot on that. That I'm like, mm, does it really look that much different? <laughs> was that the one that I think it was on E3 that they showed in the trailer where you're like going in the boats through the shipyard? There was one you were in was a that... boat and you were shooting. Yeah, that you got you jumped off the carrier into a boat. Yeah, and then it was like. It was like driving, you know, not driving. It was, uh, you know, going like between the ships. I just remember them shooting at a couple. Um, yeah. I don't remember if that one ended. I don't want. I'm not. I don't know if I'm getting confused with another trailer I saw later in the EA press conference. But um, 
they had some stuff later in the EA press conference that looked pretty cool with the game. Uh, it does look good. It really does. It actually made me think, um, I think I stated in the group today, I should, it actually makes me want to go back and try playing Battlefield 3. Um, the thing with Battlefield is I've always, I always loved that game. I loved Battlefield 2. And, um, 3, for some reason, I just sucked at it. I just, was constantly getting obliterated, you know. I just couldn't get the feel for it. We're like Call of Duty. I just that's a game I can just pick up and play and be pretty decent at it, you know. I, I it's very rare I'm getting my butt handed to me in Call of Duty, but Battlefield Four it's every time. So or Battlefield Three was, but you know, still can be fun. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, I like all the I like getting in the tanks and the, I miss being able to play in the planes and you know. I just don't think they'll ever top Battlefield 2. That was just so special to me. But um, And then their That's DLC, special, Second Assault, will be first on Xbox One. So, Yes. Okay. Uh, moving on from there, they covered uh, What Lies Below. So this they kind of showed, you know, it's almost seemed like 30 seconds of the game. This was uh, a rogue-like game. I don't know if you guys remember Rogue. You remember Rogue? No. No? It's, Is this uh, the spy game where, the, or the, where they no, were repelling from the buildings? No. This was the game that it had the really tiny, itty-bitty characters. So it was oh, kind of like... Oh, I missed that one. Okay. Okay. I think that's an XBLA title. Or yeah, a, a it, I'm sure it's okay. going to be. I, can't, I keep saying XBLA. There's going to be no XBLA on one, so... But it looked like an arcade title. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're talking about. I did not have that. I didn't have that in my notes because I, I missed it. So yeah. Okay. Rogue was uh, it's a really old, um, dungeon crawler type game of the time, I guess, where you're just going through and you're exploring, and as you explore, the map kind of opens up, and uh, as you go you go on quests and who knows what. So this is kind of like the. It looks like it's going to be the modern version of it and you know look at the name what lies below to me that makes me think of dungeons and stuff okay so that looks interesting to me it's something that uh, i definitely want to check out just uh, you know because of the nostalgia factor of rogue so uh moving on from there this was the the next thing i kind of missed what it was it was from black tusk studios but i have no idea what the game was there they that's all they didn't give you one. Oh, they didn't there was only a very, very small glimpse of it. No title was given. Yeah. Um, all I remember is that it was, ter- it almost made me think it was like a spy-like game. Um, I, you know, they were repelling from buildings and stuff, but um, I don't, we don't know what it is. <laughs> and it was really brief. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, but it did look, visually looked good. So I would, I'm looking forward to seeing more. Okay, so there was that, and then of course, oh man, the one that I know kind of surprised you. Oh yes, it did. That was, uh, <laughs> was like, Candy what? Candy Crusher 2013. Yeah, it's right. coming out. It's not 2014, gonna be, uh, buddy. <laughs> 2014, yeah, it's uh, Halo. Yeah, new Halo game coming out, and it was really surprising. I mean. You didn't really know what it was. I had no clue, dude. I thought it was like some wizard and warlock or something, because yeah. all you see is this guy walking through the desert, like in this complete wizard robes, completely covered, and he 
I thought he conjured some kind of thing out of the ground, but I, I don't think he conjured it up, obviously. This big giant mech monster bird-like thing comes out, and then all of a sudden you see the guy's hand, and he's got some dog tags in his hand. Yeah. And then what the monster did something where the wind blows or creates a wind to blow, and his, his hood flies back, and it's freaking Master Chief. I was like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> I was like, whoa! I didn't. I was not. Ex- I was not expecting any Halo at all, and yeah. that certainly didn't lead me to believe it was a Halo game at the start. Yeah. But here's the weird thing. It was titled Halo, not Halo Five. Right. So, I don't know if it is Halo Five or Halo One. Or is this going to be a different skew or? You know, are they going to reset the Halo franchise like, you know, like they did the Xbox? You know, going back to one? I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to follow the storyline. I don't know if it's a prequel of something. We have no idea. really don't know. Right, right. So, again, hopefully next by Sunday we'll have all these answers from, you know, the rest of E3 going on. Hopefully we'll get some of those. But it was just titled Halo. That's it. So. Yeah, I I know that they've got some stuff going on. It was earlier tonight, so it's the Monday evening on uh, what? What's the date? Tenth. Yeah. Yeah. Monday, June tenth, in the evening, they had some kind of big surprise event over at uh, Century City Microsoft Store. Okay. So I wonder if they um, released released some more information there. There's supposed to be some surprise stuff, and you could see an Xbox and even hold a controller. So too bad we don't live in uh, L.A., right? Yeah, no kidding. No, no, I, I, no, I don't. <laughs> Dude, you could have gone. What? You're like five no, hours away. I would never. I hate Six L.A. Six hours away. <laughs> no way. No, thank you. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, that was Halo. You know, again, 60 frames per second. Uh it, We'll have to wait and see what happens with this thing. Um, then after Halo, you know, they, that's where they revealed the pricing, four ninety nine, and the release time, somewhere November-ish, 2013. Uh, they talked about the Day 1 edition a little bit. 11, and 12, then... 13, I'm telling you. What's that? 11-12-13. That sounds good to me. We mentioned price, but... It's 4.99 in the U.S., 499 euros, which I know our friends in Europe are not happy about, and 429 pounds. Yeah. So our friends in Europe are paying a lot more than we are. Well, from what I understand, the it, it's closer to one to one now. Not, a, not according to our pounds. Facebook group this morning. <laughs> no. No, well, no to the euros. Oh, okay. So let me let me find a nice. Currency conversion chart. XE.com. Exactly. So we're, we're just going to do this for the sake of it. So yeah. um, 499 euros is equal to 662 US dollars. So our friends in Europe are paying $162 more than us. Is that the price of all the vacations they get? I, I offset that. Now the British pound, they said it was four hundred twenty nine pounds paired to US dollars, that is six hundred and sixty eight dollars. Wow. So yeah, we're getting a deal in the US. 
based so on. So don't complain with your four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then after they talk well, about, I'll complain. No, anyway. <laughs> after uh, uh, all that stuff, they went on to the final game, and that was from Respawn Entertainment, yep. uh, Titan Fall. And this was this an exclusive? It is. Yes, yes. This is the one I was talking about. This was a huge win for Microsoft, in my opinion. This is Call of Duty, essentially. With it's like Call of Duty with mechs. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you know, you look at this game, man, and it is fast paced. It's like Call of Duty. I mean, it looks like it. It it plays like it. It has these giant mechs. Um, the game looks amazing, and it looks super fun. And the cool thing is that in the demo, they showed, like, you came in as a soldier, and you had to wait, like, 60 seconds to be able to get your, your Titan to even be able to spawn or before you could call it in. And so the guy, the timer went down. He just kept playing as a soldier and stuff, and um, and then he finally called it in, and he climbed in. But he, and he was playing around and killing people, and then he jumped out to like run into a building to like take a supply point or capture a flag or whatever. And I was like, "Well, dude, someone else can get your Titan." No, they can't. Your Titan is only oh, you're the only one that can get in your Titan. You cannot get in anyone else's Titan. You can't be jacked out of it. The only thing that someone else can do is destroy it. So they can destroy it if you're not in it. They can also destroy it while you're in it. So you know. But you can hop out of it to, like, go in buildings and do stuff. So if guys are hiding in the buildings where the mechs can't go, you can hop out and go after them and not worry about someone jumping in your mech mm-hmm. So or your Titan. Game looked awesome, dude. I was really stoked when I saw it. So, yeah, cool. It was a good wrap-up. It was a good uh, oh, yeah. good show. Um, I, I felt it was a good show. Uh, until about an hour ago, <laughs> but um, no, it was overall they did a good job. Um, I just wish they would have shown a, a little bit more on the on the interface or what's the dashboard going to look like a little bit more. Um, not a lot. I mean, we saw some of that at the, the reveal, but I really wanted more in depth on the game DVR. But it was cool that they came out and they did everything. They did what they said they were going to do. They said E3 was all about the games, and that's all they did. You know, showing the new Xbox took about 15 seconds, um, and then talking about the price was like 10 seconds, and the whole no friends, no Microsoft points. It was like one slide. That's right. it. That's all. I mean, you probably didn't have a minute total. You maybe had one minute that was non-game related. Everything else was games. Yep. So game demos and, and you know, I was glad they did. So they did what they said they were going to do, and I thought that was a good good way to do it. So I was pleased with the uh, presentation. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, it was just nonstop. There, there was a couple spots that I kind of was getting bored because <laughs> uh, I thought they ran kind of long and, uh, you know, I wanted to move on. I, I guess part of it was also I was, I was getting hungry because this was uh, encroaching on my lunchtime. But, uh, you know, afterwards we did go celebrate at Five Guys. So I, I took care, you know. There you go. The, the lunch issues were taken care of. But, uh, you know, I, I was very pleased, you know. 
we knew that there was going to be like some crazy, insane graphics with the Xbox, and there definitely was, and it was really, really uh, awesome to see what they were going to do with smart glass and you know some of the capabilities that are new to us, you know, because you know we've got games now and we've got awesome games now, but it's like w- what's new? So you know we got to see the couple of things, you know, the. The, the free games is awesome. I was really stoked about that. And they started off right at the beginning, too. So it's like, yeah, you know, it was a, it was a positive thing right at the beginning. Free uh, seven-year-old and, games, yeah! Yeah. Woo! <laughs> As opposed to free nothing Next now. Next month, it's free solitaire and minesweeper, yeah! <laughs> no, Peggle. It'll be Peggle in Plants vs. Zombies. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really happy with it. And, I mean, it was enough to let me pre-order. And speaking of which, uh, I guess um, uh, Amazon had posted that they've already sold through almost their entire allotment. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, that is of the day one version. So. Okay, well, glad I got mine in. (laughs) I know, right? You got yours in, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had mine in. Uh, I put it in his regular Prime, and then it said it's a December 4 uh, receive date. <laughs> so I canceled it, and I put it with the 4 bucks, <laughs> just like you. Yeah. To get yeah. the next day. It, yeah, I don't, you know, it might be $3 or 4 bucks wasted, but, you know, because typically you get your stuff the same day. But being a console, I don't know if it'll ship as fast, you know, as a, uh, as a game, but... You know, four bucks isn't going to kill me. Oh, absolutely. So I'm going to have to order games anyways, you know, a couple games anyways. Yeah. And if you bought it local anyway, I mean, you'd have to pay what? Like here in some areas of Chicago area, you know, that's like over 10% tax. Right. Sales tax. Well, I still got to pay tax on it anyways through Amazon, but. Oh, you do? Yeah, mine, mine came up with tax. Oh, it did? Yep. Stupid Arizona. That's all right. I can kill people. <laughs> so, anyways, um, so that was Microsoft's conference. Um, I don't know, Rob. Did you get to watch the EA, Ubisoft, or Sony conferences? No, I did not. All right. Well, then I'd like to run through some of the stuff. Um, there won't be a lot. This will be the shorter part. Um, but I do want to talk about it with some cool stuff. EA opened up with Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. Rob, you need to um, you need to check the videos of this. This really? yes, it's not what you think. This is a third-person action game. This yeah. is a 3D action game with four players, survivor mode. It's going to be first on Xbox One, then later on Xbox 360. The game mm. looks awesome. It's um, you play like they had one person like the medic is the sunflower, so you play as the sunflower in this 3D world, and you're fighting the zombies. I mean, it just looked so cool. Um, it, it's, you got to check it out. This, this was, I like it. I was excited about it. Um, the, it looks awesome. And then right at the end of that, the guy yelled, Peggle 2 is coming. And they played the da, 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 or no, no, that's the wrong music. I can hear the music. Da, 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 da whatever. You know, the music when you get the Peggles all done and clear it. No, I don't know. Oh, anyways. Well, they played that theme music from Peggle. All he said was Peggle 2 is coming, and then he walked off stage. So we didn't get any <laughs> info. Or, But PopCap's working on Peggle 2, which is awesome. 
Um, then they showed more Titanfall. Okay. Uh, they did some more there. Again, game looks awesome. Then they showed a very quick teaser of something lots of people have been wanting. Lots of people are very happy to see this, and that was Star Wars Battlefront. Um, so essentially, this hmm. is Star Wars Battlefield. <laughs> it's essentially, think Battlefield was skinned in Star Wars. That's that's what it is. So this game is being made. So that made a lot of people happy. Um, then they showed Need for Speed uh, Rivals. Uh, the game looks really good. They showed some smart glass play of, uh, in, in the game. I, I couldn't, I didn't quite understand how that worked, but like some dude called in a helicopter or something, but I wasn't quite sure how that helped him out because <laughs> I thought the cops were the, had the helicopters, but I, I, again, working and doing a bunch of things, I, I missed some of the stuff, but, uh, the game looked good. So it, again, it goes back to the cops chasing you. That's what that new Need for Speed Rivals is. Um, they talked about Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition uh, is coming in the fall of 2014. Uh, that got a lot of applause in the audience for that. Then they went into their sports stuff about NBA Live 14 coming back. And they talked about real dribble technology. So the ball will dribble now and leave the player's hand every time they dribble. I guess that's a big thing. Um, Madden, FIFA, and UFC were shown and discussed. Um, you know, it, there's just not much more to say there. It's just improvements on what we've already got. So, um, Battlefield 4 was shown, um, and they talked about commander mode. You can do the commander mode via smart glass. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, and then they closed with, are you ready for this, Rob? Take a yeah. guess. Take a guess. What would EA close with? I think we've talked about it. Um, online pass. It's coming back. <laughs> Mirror's Edge. Nice. Now, here's another thing. This was the second game that it didn't say Mirror's Edge 2. It just said Mirror's Edge. So, And also, she was getting the tattoos put on her in this trailer or the game, whatever they were showing. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's a prequel to the original game. It might be a prequel. Okay. So I don't know if it's Mirror's Edge 2, if it's a remake, if it's a prequel. We don't really know, but Mir there is a Mirror's Edge game coming. So uh, that made a lot of people happy. Um, next, we had the Ubisoft conference. This one was a really horrible opening. Uh, they had Jerry Cantrell from uh, Alice in Chains. Oh, yeah. He came out and played Rocksmith 2014. Oh. Um whoop de doo I'm like, I'm like, serious? Aren't the music games dead? Um, he came out, started jamming to, you know, one of his own tunes, and then he's like, but that's no fun to play alone. Let's get the band out here. And then he plugged in a different guitar and brought up, you know, some virtual. So he was promoting the new session mode where you can jam with a virtual band. So supposedly he starts playing, and as he's playing, all of a sudden, like, a drummer pops in and, and then a guitarist. And, a, you know, so the other, the rest of the band will fill in based off what you're playing and they will like fill in kind of based on some things you set up. Uh, they'll kind of follow your lead. So okay. that was kind of the new mode, but I'm like that, whatever. Um, next they talked about Splinter Cell Blacklist, which comes out August 20th. The game looks awesome. Can't wait to get it. Um, I'll definitely have this game. Um, it, I didn't think, I don't think there was anything new that we didn't already know. Um, 
at least I didn't catch anything. Uh, then they showed Rayman Legends, which is coming out September 3rd. Rayman Legends coming out September 3rd. Okay. Uh, they showed a game called The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. Um, what I walked away with is that this, the main character is just going to swear a lot because for about 30 to 45 seconds it was bleep, 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 bleep. That's all it was, you know, and I was like, okay. Uh, don't really know what the game was about. Um, again, I didn't get to focus and watch it. There were something else going on at that time. Um, then the next game was the first one outside of Splinter Cell, which I already know I'm getting. This, then they started getting good. They got a new game called The Crew, and this looked really fun. This is a driving game, but it's an online persistent world game. It's it, and, and it takes place over the entire United States, so you can drive throughout the entire United. Excuse me, through the entire U.S. So you got the mountains, the deserts, the you know the plains, the forests, and you know whatnot. All these different areas you can drive in. Um, and then you can also do stuff like get with your buddies and do like four player driving challenges and stuff that you can do. And like one of the things they showed was like these four people were all in different parts of the United States. He sent a, he sent a, a, a request to join him for this challenge and all of a sudden they were all in Miami, right? So it's like they fast travel to Miami and they start doing this where they're trying to take down a, um, armored truck in a certain amount of time. And then they did that, and then there was another one where they took on four other real live racers in a challenge. And so there was some really cool stuff. It looked like a lot of fun. Uh, this one has uh, completely, you can completely redesign your car. They, like, showed this, um, man, I hope I'm not getting my driving games mixed up. I think this was the one. Um, maybe I'm getting them mixed up. But I you were yeah no you were driving like a, the guy was in a Camaro and the cops were chasing him and then his buddies came in to join him and bump the cops off and help out and then he took this Camaro and all of a sudden he turned and he went off roading with it but then as he was jumping into the off road area it paused and all of a sudden like these shocks jumped out this you know brush guard in the front popped out these lights and you know it's like the car reconfigured itself, and then all of a sudden it's like an off-roader, you know. So I don't know if you can, can reconfigure your car on the fly or if they're just trying to show you that you can take this car on different, you know, because they did say you can go, and, you know, into your garage and configure it however you want to play. But what we don't know is if you can configure it on the fly to go from road racing to off-road racing. That I'm not really sure, but they showed it like that. But, again, it's a demo, so... Um, but it was really cool, really neat-looking title, um, and that's called okay. The Crew. Then they went and showed Watch Dogs, which, you know, that was game of the year last year at E3. Oh, yeah. Um, and it looks fantastic. I can't wait to get it. Um, you know, uh, I'll be all over this. There, there wasn't – I didn't think that they really showed anything new. It was just, you know, more gameplay and, you know, and stuff, what we can expect. Um, so then they covered Just Dance 2014 coming out October this year. Um, which is also now coming to Xbox. Um, Rabbids Invasion Inter Interactive TV. Um, yeah, okay. It's the Rabbids. Um, nothing special there. Uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. They showed that off. And then they, then they had a surprise with Trials Fusion. 
You know what the trials are, right? The game trials. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, so now they got a new one called Trials Fusion, which is coming out on all the ne- on all the next gen platforms. Then they also have a game called Trials Frontier, which is coming out on mobile platforms. So we're getting two Trials uh, motorcycle games this year. So that's kind of cool. It looked good, and it should be a lot of fun. And then Rob, you missed the game of the show, in my opinion. Okay. What was that? Ubisoft closed. Now, last year, Ubisoft closed with Watch Dogs, and it was the shocker, right? I think they pulled it off again because they closed with a game called Tom Clancy's The Division, and this looks fantastic. It reminded me of Watch Dogs, only it was like a military squad-style game. So there was like this squad of people. They were trying to, um, they were in a city. I don't remember which city they were in. I, wa- I think it was New, yeah, it was New York. So they were in New York and they were, t- they were working their way to a police station. Um, I, and I think the con, the context of this game was some kind of disease has gone around, um, shortly after Black Friday. Um, there was something in the money. Um, and it, and it just, you know, got everybody got on their hands, got in. So it's killing everybody off. Right. Mm-hmm. So the world's panicking. Everything's falling. The economic, the power, everything's just failing. People are starving. They're doing crazy things to survive. So the squad comes into the city and there's this police station under attack and they're trying to work their way there. So, you know, but there's like these little things that, the, the way the map appears, um, it's kind of cool. He pulls up the map like on his wristwatch, but it, it appears on the ground in front of him. And he can see from where he's standing how it's oriented and where he needs to go. It was really kind of cool. Um, I like that feature. They all have some kind of special powers. Um, like one, the one girl said, well, I've got my squad heal on if you guys want to skill up or change your skill or something. So he goes in and picks the skill he wants before they go into this police station that's being raided. And... Um, but it had that look and feel of kind of like Watch Dogs, but it's a squad-based, like, military game, and it looked fantastic. So you want to check out that ty- uh, that trailer. Um, it's called the, the Tom Clancy's The Division. The Division, okay. Um, fantastic. This, I mean, I saw this, and, I mean, I was stoked when I saw the game. I'm like, man, this looks good. This looks fun. This looks awesome. And then at the end, it came up Tom Clancy's The Division. I was like, whoa, a new Tom Clancy? You know, I was, like, even happier. Um, and I think that's what they closed with. So it was fantastic. I don't know when it's coming. I, I, if they said it, I missed it. Um, but it, it looks it looks awesome. So uh, they had a – Ubisoft had a fair – Show I thought E3 or EA did a pretty good job. Um, Ubisoft was fair; they had some really good stuff, and then they had some just junk. I thought. Um, and then the last one was Sony. Um, I did not get to see all of it. I missed the beginning of their show because um, I had to have dinner, um, and I didn't think I was going to get to watch it at all because of our recording. But we got started pretty late. But what I did see when I first got into it, they were showing the PlayStation 4. And so I don't know what they re- revealed before that, but they did show the PlayStation 4. And dude, I would swear it was an Xbox One slanted to the right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It's like they just push the top of it over. Um, 
and it's got the same half matte, half shiny look. I mean, I was like, when I first saw it, I was like, what? Um, okay. Copycat, copycat. Who copied who? I mean, I'm not going to say one copied the other. I was just shocked that it looked so similar to it. If, if it was not shoved off to its side and then it would be a square box that was half black, shiny, half matte black, you know, it would look exactly the same. <laughs> I've never seen two different consoles from two different companies look so identical. Um, it was interesting. So, um, after that, it was lots of movie talk, TV talk, music talk, social media talk. And I thought it was funny because I was like, didn't Microsoft get ripped up for this? Yet here, you know, and all they did was all games. And now here's Sony, movie, 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 music, movie, music, movie, movie, social media, TV, movie, movie, music. I was <laughs> like, okay, but they'll probably get away with it. Um, the first game I saw them was called The Order. I think it was The Order 1881. I don't know what this game is because when it first started, there's like these people in like old English, British, whatever garb, you know, like from the 1800s, right? Riding in a horse and carriage and they stop and they get out and they're like, they're like pull these guns out. And I'm like, guns, those look a little out of place. And all of a sudden I hear a radio, uh, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden the main guy leans over on his shoulder and he's like, yeah, we're in position. I'm like, what? Why is this dude talking on a radio? You know? And then all of a sudden, like, there's a train goes over overhead. And I'm like, a train? And then these monsters attack. I don't know what they are. Aliens, zombies. I don't know what they are. And then they start shooting these futuristic style weapons and some older looking. I don't know what this game is, man. I, I have no clue what it is about. It was like modern and future, but they were back in the 1800s, sort of. Um, the game looked really good. Um and, you know, I just don't know what it is, but it was interesting. <laughs> I, I just have no clue what this game is about. Uh, the next one they showed, Killzone Shadowfall. This will be a launch title for the PlayStation 4. Uh, it looks good. Um, Drive Club, we, we mentioned that, I think, before um, the, uh, it was revealed in the Sony reveal. Um, that's going to be a launch title. They showed off some uh, infamous Second Son uh, footage. This is going to be a Q1 release in, in 2014. Uh, the game looks really good. And what I thought was really neat was the ana- the character animations looked real. Um, there was like this guy. I don't know if it was a father and son. It kind of felt that way. And uh, um, they were talking. And when they were just talking and moving, they looked so realistic. I mean, the it, it, well, that's one thing I've noticed. Like in the EA press conference, and they're showing Madden and stuff. Right. The football players are moving down the field. They they don't look like blocky. They they look very real. Like that's exactly what you see on TV. The players move that nice fluid motion, and that's what this when this guy was talking, you know, this older guy to these younger guy. Oz, that's one thing I noticed. I was like, man, just the way he moves his arms and his shoulders, and everything looks very real. Not like it looks like a real person. It was very obvious that it was animation, but their movements were not animation-like. You know, it was just like, wow, it was very impressive. Um, so I thought that looked really cool. They showed a game called Knack. Um, I believe that's a platformer. Um, then they showed the Dark Sorcerer from Quantic Dreams. Um, 
wow, blown away, looks amazing. Then they went on on a whole bunch of indie games. Um, I, I guess they were trying to take a hit at Microsoft, um, trying to say that they support indie and Microsoft doesn't. Um, Oddworld, yeah. new and tasty, is um, I don't know if you remember Oddworld. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's they got a new game called New and Oddworld, new and tasty. It's going to come to PS4. Okay. Um, Diablo 3 is coming to PS4 and PS3 um, with exclusive items from other PS titles with more to come in the future. So they, they said something like uh, something from Uncharted 3 and, you know, some sword from some other game, that type of thing. They're going to have, like, loot items that are from other games in the Sony uh, family. Uh, they showed Final Fantasy Versus 13 um, and Kingdom Hearts. Um, I know a lot of the people in our group were super excited about Kingdom Hearts. Um, they were very happy to see that. Uh, I guess that's a game that people have been waiting for for a long time. And Final Fantasy XIV is coming out, which will be exclusive to PlayStation 3 and 4. Um, all right, now here's my chance to rip into, into Sony. Um, the Assassin's Creed 4 demo came up. Now, somebody in our group, on our Facebook group, said... They noticed the guy was using a wired controller. So, and he was, I, I saw it. I'm like, yeah, that is wired. So I don't know if the PlayStation 4 does wired controllers. I've not seen any. They've all been wireless. But um, everybody in the group thought or felt or it was stated, and I missed it, that this this was running on a PlayStation 3. Okay? okay. I can't confirm or deny that. But irregardless, it was on a PlayStation. When the demo, the, this was now, they're like over an hour into their press briefing. They've not done a live demo yet. They finally are getting around to it. Soon as the demo starts, the game stutters and makes this horrible noise. Um, I don't know if you've ever had like your, your, your spell, well, Windows crashes, you know, it goes, it makes that horrible noise. That's what it was. And I'm like, and then then it, it stopped, and the and the demo continued, and I was like, well, maybe my maybe my streaming just did that or something. So I posted in the Facebook room. I said, anybody else see that? Did 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 they have um that they hear that noise? And someone posted up like a whole bunch of R's, you know, in a row. I'm like, exactly. Um, so everybody else saw it too, and I said, wow, that's pretty bad. That then so it wasn't my streaming, it, you know, it was the this game stuttering and having a problem so then i'm like okay well you know we'll see the game the guy kept playing and it was playing for a little bit and then it started it actually froze up on him and again i thought oh was my video stopped but they had it panned out you could see because you're seeing like the dude on stage and the video screen behind him the video screens are frozen and he's standing there moving around looking around like um what do i do and i was like oh man it just froze up on him and then it started playing again Okay, so he plays for like another 30 seconds, and then it freezes again. And then all of a sudden it leaps forward and like just frozen. And then like they just cut it. They just all of a sudden they cut and go right to the next thing. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, your first gameplay demo crashes. <laughs> so I'm like, that was not, you know, so I had to chuckle at it. I got to call him out on it. I mean, it, these things happen, but if you're playing it and it's not it's a new game but the thing is that something like this shouldn't happen because right. this is a piece of code that has been written this is a chunk of gameplay they specifically do for these demos it's not like they here throw the disc in and just play 
this is all scripted and set up. And when it freezes and crashes, you know, that's like the famous, wasn't it? Bill Gates got up to show Windows and it blue screened on him in a, in a demo. Right. And, yeah. I mean, that's the same type of thing. So I was kind of chuckling at him and laughing at him. Um, so anyways, um, but the game did look really good. Um, then they were showed off watchdogs. Um, the PlayStation gamers will get an extra hour of gameplay in the game over, I guess, Xbox. Um, and they also get an extra outfit for the character. Um, the Elder Scrolls Online is going to be available on PlayStation. It, it will have an exclusive beta. I love how they say exclusive. We have an exclusive beta, but it's just the beta. The game's not exclusive, but they try to throw that exclusivity out there and make it sound like something more than it isn't. And Microsoft does the same thing, so I'm not knocking Sony here. Um, that was the one place I noticed it. Um, uh, Matt, they got a game called Mad Max. Um, I did not really get to see this. I was signing off because uh, you came on. And we were getting ready to start recording. And doggone it, right then. Okay, so their, play, their thing was pretty good to that point. And I missed Jack Trenton coming out at the very beginning. Because just as I went to shut the window off, I saw it. And I had I, I think I told you, hold on, hold on, i got to go back. So I had to reload and wait for an ad. And But Jack Trenton was very happy to come out tonight. And all, his mission was to stick it to Microsoft um, because he was being cocky, a condescending, meanie. a big meanie, exactly. <laughs> um, and everybody in the audience loved it. I mean, I don't get it, man. PlayStation can do no wrong. Um, but they came out, and they had a big sign that says, PlayStation supports used games. And they listed, you know, you know, in fact, someone, I'm sure everybody was taking pictures. It was ridiculous. But I'm sure that it's that things posted. So let me find you that screenshot or let me um, because these people should be posting it. Um, yeah, there's a picture of the box. Um, let me see if I can find it here real quick. But everybody was pretty much all over that. Um, let's see. I need to just oh, it was after that. Anyways, I don't, I'll have to find it. I, we'll get it. But essentially it was like, um, you can play used games, you can trade in your disc-based games, you can keep your games, you can, you know. But the thing is, is he's saying it and everybody's like, yeah, they're all excited. But I'm like, well, the Xbox One also allows for you to trade in your games. and That's use right. your, So it, it, it's almost like at first, so when he first said that, I'm like, Okay, that's your PR spin. Right. You're trying to make yourself look better than Xbox, but I'll bet you that you're going to have to eat your words. It's going to come back to bite you when everybody finds out that you get, guess what, we're doing the same model because this is what our developers and publishers want. Okay, so at first I'm like, okay, so everybody's all like, oh, we love you. You're the greatest thing ever. <laughs> and then he goes, disc-based games do not need to be connected online to play. Again, so jabbing at Microsoft because Microsoft. What do you do? Well, I'm just. This yeah. is it, dude. This is what gamers are going to point at. This is what they've been screaming at Microsoft about, right? So Sony's basically saying, giving the big finger to Microsoft and say, "Y'all come over here and play with us. We're not going to be. We're not going to do all that." And then they also said, "No authentication is required at all." And the PS4 does not Until require. Until it is. The PS4 does not require you to check in online. 
And he also said the PS4 will not stop functioning if you don't check in once every 24 hours. That was an exact jab at Microsoft. So now, with the fact that you don't have to authenticate, you don't have to be online at all, shows me that they are... They are going to support rentals, use games, just as the PlayStation 3 does. They're not doing anything like Microsoft is doing. And I said before that if one of these people did it and the other didn't, I think it would be the death of one of them. And here's my theory. Okay, you got a lot of people ticked off at Microsoft right now over this whole used games and rental thing. I The used games is not a big deal for me, but I don't like the fact that I can't rent a game. And Microsoft stated at launch, you will not be able to use rental games on Xbox One. They're working to try to figure out a solution, okay? Maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they're going to scrap it all after tonight because of this. Um, but, I, I okay, so you're going to have a lot of gamers. I think you probably... Think about it. 360 gained a lot of gamers away from PlayStation 2 when they because they didn't want to go to PlayStation 3. Brun is an example because of the price. It was a $200 difference in price. 360 gets up there. They're the top dog, and now they're going to be like draconian and restrict everything you can do. And the other guys are going to say, "We're not going to do that." That alone can get all your previous PlayStation players to go back, and that's not the only thing. I mean, I don't know. I, there's so many other factors, though, other than price. Because, I mean, okay, we've well, heard we did, time we did, and we again. Did, we didn't he, mention price yet. But, uh, no, I mean, just. Just on these okay, things I yeah, said. Just right. on there, these. There, there's those games, differences. No right. needing to be online. No authentication. No required check-in every day. There's none of that on the PlayStation 4. You can leave it turned off, so unplugged what? for a week at a time, turn it on in your hotel, never have to connect to the Internet to play your games. But if I, your friends I are on live, it. you'll be on live. Right. I know that. I know that. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why most of this is stupid. Okay? Right. The whole online thing, the only, time, the only place where it bugs me is that I won't be able to take my Xbox One when I travel because... There are complications sometimes with getting onto a hotel's internet connection. And if I can't do that, then I cannot play my Xbox One because I can't authenticate, which sucks. Okay. I bet you could get like a wireless router, plug it in, you know, get that on the, on the uh, hotel network, authenticate with your computer, then anything off of that will work. Well, I, I shouldn't have to jump through hoops. But the point is, my 360. When well, I then took, play at home. When I took my 360 last time, and I yeah. IE was crashed or something wouldn't work on my thing, I couldn't get mm-hmm. it on the wireless. I was still allowed to play. With the with Xbox One, I won't be able to. Okay, the PlayStation 4, I would be able to. Okay, that's. I mean, and again, the, all the people that are whining and crying are going to have the damn thing turned on and plugged in, and they're going to be online anyways. I mean, with their with their PlayStation 4 or their Xbox One. But it, you know how the Internet is. You know how the yeah. haters are. These people, they were on them and on them and on them, and now they're going to be like, ha, 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 ha. You suck, Microsoft. 
Just even like though, that? Even though their phone is always online, their toaster is always online, you know, their TV's always online. Everything's online. And they they don't want their console, which already is always online. You know, they don't want they don't want their next one always online like their current one. That's a big deal. So, but I don't know. It, it's I think it's it, it's a big enough deal that I think Microsoft's going. They're gonna have to have an answer for it. I really do think so, or I think they're gonna run the risk of losing people. Um, you know, I'm buying one. But I'm hoping and banking on the fact they're going to resolve the rental thing, that I'm going to be allowed to rent games. If not, I certainly won't be playing as many games on it. True. Um, now, here's the kicker. Here's okay. So there's people that will switch based on that. There's people waiting for E3 to know if I can't play used games on 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 PS4, if it's the same, okay, then the consoles are equal, then I can pick which one I want. If one allows me to play used games, I'm going to that period. I mean, that's just the way they're going to choose. There's going to be people that are going to get both. There's going to be people that are going to just stick with one. Right, right. But now here's the last thing. Here's the here's what Sony closed with. They had an awesome show. The PlayStation 4 is going to be $399. $100 cheaper than Xbox One. Yep. Now what? So, that's my answer. That's a big price difference. Both coming out the same time, there's one that costs $100 more, will not let you rent games, will not, quote, doesn't necessarily support well, they support used games, so we're, we're going to throw that one out. Because the whole Sony thing about we support all this, Microsoft's already said the same thing. Okay? It, but there's a licensing thing, you know. And well, Robbo, you made a point to me off before we started that I think a lot of people are missing. They don't like the fact that Microsoft's going to delete your game if you sell it to a store and you lose your license. They're going to delete it off your box. Well, guess what? On an Xbox 360, even if the game's installed, you still have to have the disc to play it. So if you've sold the disc, you can't play it anyways. It doesn't matter. So the whole used game thing is kind of ridiculous, but it looks like Microsoft's going to be, you might have to jump through a hoop or two. We don't know yet. We don't know how it's all going to work out. They are going to have to answer this. They're going to have to answer it now that Sony said, nope, we ain't doing anything like that. And, you know, something else just occurred to me. So the only thing that changes really is being able to rent. Because you can still buy new games, which you can do now. You can still buy old games. The only difference is that the price that you pay might not... I mean, we don't know exactly what the pricing is going to be. The price might not be what you want it to be. But the fact is, they'll still have the games be um, you know, on sale and stuff at stores. So, you know, how much is really changing? I don't know if I'm, I'm, if I'm explaining it right. There- the, the the used but, games thing, not much. It's just that Microsoft has said, we're going to do this new model so that yeah. publishers and retailers can get money off the used game sales. Okay? Right. The old model, they don't get it. GameStop gets it. 
Right. For some reason, gamers think that GameStop should get all that money and the publishers shouldn't. Now, I'm I'm of that model. I'm of that thinking, okay? I don't think that devs and publishers should get any money off a used game sale. When I sell my car, uh, Pontiac is not getting any money. Dodge won't get any money when we sell the minivan in for a new one. Okay? Right. Nobody, nobody's getting, well, in fact, when we bought our van, we bought it used. Okay? CarMax took all the money. Dodge didn't get a penny. Now I bought my Pontiac brand new. I still have it to this day. Best car ever. Oh. Um, <laughs> dude, that car's like so old. Um, but I have hardly like, no miles you. on it. <laughs> but, um, you know, I bought that new. So if I sell it, Pontiac will never get any money. And when we bought our van, the, the original the original publisher developer never got a dime. Okay? And that's that's the thing. So I don't think that we need to go the route Microsoft is going. So I just don't think it's right. They're taking my ability or, you know, trying to – I just don't like it. Okay? But it's not going to stop me from – buying the console that won't because i like what i've seen i like the controller i love xbox live you know there's a lot of most of all my friends are there you know i just i like it it's not you know that one thing is not enough however i don't like the fact that i can't rent and i hope they fix that because that's not right that i can't rent the game that to me is stupid the authentication thing i think is an issue i, I think it's um it kind of goes in – I know you can look at it and say, well, you're always online. Yes, you are, but if my ISP goes out or I want to travel and I carry it with me or, you know, I, I was up in the woods in a cabin for a whole week this last week. Dude, I couldn't get my phone to work, okay, my cell phone. Oh, that's but crazy. If I, I mean, I was remote, dude, but guess what? They had a TV – in the cabin. I could have taken my Xbox, plugged it in, and played it. I would have never gotten it online, but I could not take my Xbox One up there and play because I'd have to check in every day. See, that that's that's the type of thing that's kind of annoying. You're restricting my abilities to do the things that right now I can do. You're trying to sell me this flashy, fancy box, but you're saying, oh, those things you used to be able to do, you can't do them anymore. But the games are going to look better. Well, I want to travel with it. I want to buy used games. I want to rent games. So I think that this is going to be huge. I think that this is, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll find out when these things start selling and we see who goes out the gate as the better console and who's selling. Um, but also $100 cheaper, $100 less for the PlayStation 4. And no draconian authentic authentication. You can rent games for it. No problem with used games. It's going to work just as it does now. So let me get back to my theory. Microsoft could tank. This could kill Xbox for one reason of everybody goes to PlayStation because they don't like this system. They don't like what Microsoft has done. And it costs $100 more. Okay? So that's especially in today's world of the money being so tight, you know, that's going to hurt you there. Um, then again, Sony could fail because if you look, if, if the third-party publishers 
are looking at the companies going, we're going to make money for every used game that the Microsoft platform sells, then they're only going to put games on that platform and not do it on Sony's platform, then Sony has to rely solely on first-party titles, and that could really hurt them, regardless of the amount of people that buy it. Because people are still going to want Titanfall and all these other things. So I, I don't know. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense that publishers are going to say it's okay. One has to do it, but one doesn't. I don't, I don't know. So I, I expect Microsoft to come out this week and say, um, all right, well, we're scrapping the whole used game thing. It's going to function because it, it's all software. They could turn, exactly. that, they could turn it off. And that's what I think they're going to have to do. Well, look I, at honestly, online pass. Turn it off. Yeah. Look at online pass. You can definitely turn that stuff off. So, all right, that's enough. I'm I'm done with that piece. I don't know okay. if you got anything else you want to say about it. Oh no. Okay. So two last things. I think I got two two things to say about the PlayStation Four. Um, number one, the bad news for PlayStation players is that if you want to play multiplayer. You will have to be a PlayStation Plus member and pay a subscription fee. So you will now basically Xbox Live Gold. So the whole we can play for free thing that they touted for all those years just went out the door. They're now charging you $50 or whatever. They're char- I don't know what their cost is, but you have to be a PlayStation Plus member to play multiplayer on the PlayStation 4. While all your friends are playing on Xbox Live. <laughs> Zing! We'll see. We'll see. Um, And the last thing, they closed with Destiny. Well, uh, they didn't close. They closed with the price. Um, But Destiny, uh, they showed that off. Oh, my goodness. Dude, it looks really, 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 really good. It looked phenomenal. I was very impressed. Did it look good? Not too bad. Oh, okay. It was okay. (laughs) It was okay. (laughs) So... (laughs) Um, yeah, I was impressed. This was something I was like, whatever, you know, yeah, Bungie did Halo. Yeah. Okay. This looked fantastic. So I am really stoked to see more about it. So, but that wraps up the Sony press conference. Um, that was all four of them today. Um, Activision, I guess, isn't doing one. Um, and if they are, it's later in the week. Um, and Nintendo wasn't doing one, but I think Activision said they're not going to do something. I think they were doing uh, their own thing at a separate time, uh, that had, nothing to do with e3 so but uh so that should be all the press conferences the next three days um there's people out there going to be getting these answers and questions for us so we'll see what happens with all this hullabaloo but um if you want to join our community uh look for us on facebook we have had a lot of conversation today um and uh some, some heated conversation between me and uh somebody else <laughs> actually had suggestions from others to kick the guy out of the group. Um, I don't know. We'll see. It might come to that. I, I try and I don't want to do that because, you know, people have the right to say, speak their mind and, and guys, I'm cool. You can say what you want, but I don't, there's no need for trolls, haters, people that are just trying to spark people, getting people mad. Um, and despite their claims that that's not what they're doing, Everything they say is negative. Um, they haven't. They, and the fact, the proof uh, that I had with him today was, he was he didn't say a word during any of the other live talks. The moment Sony said use game, we support use games. 
bam, there he was. You know, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh, there you are. I've been wondering. I've been waiting. <laughs> you know, and he's like, I'm not, dude. I'm not a hater. You know, so I'm like, dude, Revealed. you've said nothing but negative things. You, you haven't been in this community until two weeks ago when the Microsoft reveal came out, and you've been hating on it for two weeks, saying nothing negative. And I said, you didn't come in until soon as there was something there to shove down their throat and, you know, piss all the fam- Xbox fanboys off. I said, you're just... You are a hater. You're in here trying to tick people off. And, you know, some people are like, you know, I've not had anyone other than him. Everybody else has actually supported my thought on this so far. Um, I've not had anyone say, no, he's right. Um, I had someone say, kick him out um, because they're tired of it. But I don't want to do that because we live in a free country and you have the right to your opinion. But all I'm going to ask is if you're going to come in and purposely into an Xbox community, I don't care if you used to like it. If you don't like it anymore, you don't like where they're going, and you have nothing but hate for it or distaste or dislike for it, and you just want a PC game, fine. Go join PC this PC life or some PC fanboy club, and you guys can sit there and, and talk about how wonderful PC gaming is. It's great. I don't care. I'm happy for you. You don't have to come in and shoot us down and make us try to feel bad about something we like. I don't like everything about the Xbox One either. You know, but, and there was some cool stuff on a PlayStation 4. You know, I saw some really cool games today, you know, but um, I'm not buying two consoles. I bought two last time. Well, I bought three, um, and I only use one, so <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. I'm buying one this time, and the games that I want are on Get it? Xbox. You're buying one? I'm buying one, baby! <laughs> so, um, but I, you know, with the community, you know, if it continues... Then I will kick him out of the group. Um, I don't want to do that. This guy's been a—he has been a listener of us and, and a friend of our community for a long time. Yes. Uh, he's disappeared for the last two years, but he's been with us for a long time. And you know, I do respect him. Um, he probably doesn't think that right now because I've been a little rude with him on 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 the Facebook group. But you know, he's trolling. He's just trying to. And that, and that's, and I don't want that. We want, we've got a nice community. We've never had anything like this happen. Um, so, anyways, Rob's fantastic community. Close it up, he says. <laughs> Rob wants to go to bed. He's yeah, that's right. Uh, and, I, and I'd also like to know if you guys pre-ordered. Let us know. Let us know in the Facebook group. And 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 uh, yeah, let us know if what you decided today. If you were waiting, holding off for these two to see what you're going to do. I don't care if you say, "Yeah, I'm buying the PlayStation." That's cool. Let let us know. Yeah. And some are you people, switching? Are some, you one? Yeah. Of them? Are you switching? What made you decide to switch? Are you going to stay? Are you going to buy both? I saw people saying they're going to buy both. Sure. Um, that's cool. I I don't care. Um, we do want conversation. Just you know, have some positive in there with your negative. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so. Anyways, um, make love, not war. Exactly. Can't we all get along? No. no. So, anyways, this week's retail releases. Um, I don't know if this is a retail release. Xeno Clash Two um, comes out on the twelfth. It's a sequel to the award-winning indie first-person melee brawler. So this is probably an XBLA title. And then Injustice Gods Among Us Scorpion. I'm assuming that is a character DLC. So. Rob, you got anything else? I, I know you want to talk some more. No, sir. All right. Um, rate us on iTunes, please, five stars, because we're just so cool. Okay, rate Rob. Rate five, because Rob is cool. That's right. Um, but anyways, uh, thanks for joining us. 
Look forward to talking to you. I think Braun's going to join us this next for the next show because um, he'll probably tell us he's going back to Sony because of the price change. Um, but we'll see. We'll get his idea. He was going to try to join us tonight, but he couldn't. So look for Braun to join us this weekend. And with that, I am Mark, a.k.a. Wingman709, taking off. And I'm Rob, uh, also known as Pre-Star on Xbox Live. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week.